7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! We can do it. Welcome to uh, Turn Up the Night that, uh, with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition. I almost said Tuesday. It's not Tuesday. It's it's the weekend. And I've forgotten that just about all day today, that today is Friday that it is ushering in the weekend because I don't know what's going on anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, (laughs) I'm so confused. It's bonkers. But anyway, of course, joining me as always on the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night, it is the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. You got your head above swamp water? My head is above swamp water. I am here tonight because I can give you some breaking news. Uh Uh-oh. I have not been placed on the federal grand jury oh that's a shame (laughs) that is a shame i also have not been subpoenaed that's good it's only it's only a matter of time (laughs) oh yeah i i want them to subpoena me come on bring it and the only contact in the only contact i've had with a russian is somebody who has a shill address in new york that i bought a cd from and they sent me a bootleg on ebay and i if it knew it was from the russian federation i never would have bought it because they don't have copyright laws in the russian federation so they can bootleg anything they want all the live long day and take take advantage of western music and uh stick the thumb in the eye to us consumers um but anyway yeah sons of um sons of sailor men so and and of course Joe Santorsa, who I thought was on the show with us last Tuesday, but was not. He he uh, took the night off, and of course uh, is here with us now. But a, a happy belated birthday, Joe, and I hope you enjoyed your day off. I, I did, and I I was eating stuffed shells, but Ooh. homemade by the way. Ooh. Oh, yeah, the homemade. shells were homemade. Everything was homemade. Oh, Even my. the sauce, everything <gasps> down to the sauce. Yes. Oh, wow, Joe! Wow. My friend is a wonderful cook. <laughs> so, anyway, she made me uh, a birthday dinner. So, anyway, uh, by the way, this is Scranton, Pennsylvania. And uh, the mines are opening up again, you know. The only problem is now they're swallowing up houses. Oh, see? See, there you go. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll afford you a, a, a sad shot. Um, yeah. But I got to say about those uh, homemade shells. Oh, my that sounds delicious. Oh, and um, yeah, every, yeah, it was. They were, and That's good. The meatballs and oh, beef, oh my god, uh, brajol. You know what a brajol oh, is? No, I, I do. I, I don't. Ah, uh, oh, it's a, it's it's a thin piece of beef wrapped around 
uh, ha- well, it would be meatball, uh, like hamburger and, and everything you would mix for a meatball, and then mm. it's put in the sauce to cook in the sauce. It's like a it dinner jacket. Takes- it's like a beef dinner jacket for a meatball. <laughs> y- yeah, it's usually tied up in a string, <laughs> and it's delicious, and it it's falls. It's kind of like the jur- it, the, the brujol is the Italian version of what we have, you know, called roulotte. Where we have the thin meat, but we wrap it around bacon. I love them both. I, I I got no arguments <laughs> with that. I take the bacon. Too. That meat, <laughs> yeah, I take so that that meatball had its own sack. That's great. So <laughs> it's yeah, wrapped in a, it's like a pig pig in a it's like a pig in a blanket. Sure, sure. You sure it's not like Italian haggis. Uh, ooh. Well, it, if it's <laughs> Italian, well, if it is. It's more delicious. Yeah. yeah fuck haggis. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy parts. birthday, Joe. Yeah. Thank happy you. Birthday. And happy birthday, President Obama, our last human president. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and by the way, there was mine subsidence in Scranton, by the way. There was what? <laughs> mine subsidence. Mine <laughs> Happens subs- all the time here. Oh, okay. That's the only mine <laughs> openings there are. <laughs> when they open up, they swallow houses. Yeah, that's what you were saying. So, uh, so is that a real story? I mean, did you guys really lose a house in Scranton? We do it all the time. It's nothing new. Wow. You sure? I mean, because I never know. When you tell me you're hiding underneath no, no, something, the, I believe the, you, Jim. The mines work under most of the neighborhoods in Scranton and, and, and surrounding city. I mean, it's not just Scranton. All of mm. northeastern Pennsylvania has a network of mines under it, coal mines. I didn't know this. Oh, yes. There's a whole Honors. network. In fact, they have a map. Of all the mines in in the in northeastern Pennsylvania, and they can tell you just about where every mine is, except where the miners cheated and they stole the pillars or they came too close to the ceiling, and that's probably where your basement is. <laughs> that's oh, where we get a little bit of science. that's uh no, that wow. sounds terrible. Oh yeah, no sir, I don't like it. Yeah, that's not good. Sorry. So I, I didn't mean to get into. It. No, that's okay. (laughs) Well, anyway, I I have a little bit of housekeeping here um, i got to take care of right now, just so everybody knows where we are, is that there's been an ongoing issue with our... um, We we go through stream licensing to keep us legal to play all the music on uh, the network, and um, right now stream licensing is in a war with ASCAP. Uh, with, everything's fine with music from BMI or the other services that uh, that you know license out music and pay out royalties and everything. But um, I listened to a, a conference call for uh, the thousands of people who use stream licensing. Um, they then the call had like a thousand people on it. I wasn't there. They let us know last Saturday that it was going to be Sunday afternoon, and I didn't get the the message. So, uh, but what's going on is is um, the, the basic gist of what has gone on, and for anybody who doesn't understand this, basically there's a reporting system uh, that, that goes through stream licensing, and <clears throat> they aggregate the information, and they send it to all the music licensees, and um, they break it down, and then they issue out payments to the artists. So, you know, we keep everything ab- above board. Well, um, what happened is that there was an the the stream licensing was purchased 2 years ago by uh let me see what's the dude's name here uh Anthony Hernandez and i forget the the other guy Marvin was the guy who used to own it before but i forget Marvin's last name and basically what happened was there was a reporting error in the software 
and it was reporting more stuff to ASCAP and the other outlets um, that it should have. It was reporting like the promos we play on the air the for our own shows. You know, so it's like, hey, this, you know, ASCAP just got money for us playing a Southern Progressive Revival promo, <laughs> you know, the night show promo, whatever, you know, any promo we play or, you know, it's like the report. So the reporting was skewed. So uh, they, they worked it out with BMI. They worked it out, worked it out w- with the other organizations. And basically what was happening is they were getting overpayments. Well, ASCAP is like, oh, you overpaid us. Oops. Sorry. And they're not they're not budging. And this has been going on for like eight months that, that stream licensing has been fighting with it. So uh, me, as an owner uh, of a radio station, um, uh, thanks, Kim. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, me, as the owner of the network, I got a letter, and uh, I want to read a little bit from that. Uh, but basically, we're still going to keep all the music the same for right now um, because uh, what are they? Well, <laughs> I have indemnity. I have legal indemnity, <laughs> which sounds terrifying. But basically, if I get any nasty letters from ASCAP, I'm supposed to forward them to stream licensing. But uh, I'm going to read a little bit of this. So it says, uh, Dear Valued Streaming Partner, we want to take this time um, to thank you for your most sin- uh, it, uh, from the most sincere part of our hearts for taking the time to visit with us in this historic conference call on Sunday, July 30th, 2017. I say historic as it marks the day when we join together to move forward as one in an effort to build a fair business between webcasting, online, radio industry, and the owners of music intellectual property. We've discussed during our call the model needs to be mutually beneficial. Otherwise, the artists will find themselves not having 21st century worthy outlets to play and promote their music. Although most of us love what we do, uh, we also need to make a living, and so the business model needs to be fair. Now, I'm not looking to monetize. This is me saying this. I'm not looking to monetize. This is, you know, uh, our, our we are listener-supported, and, you know, if at some point we can make money off of it, that's fine, but I really don't have time to figure out how to do that. <laughs> so, um, upon, upon the request of many of you, I would like to reiterate that Stream Licensing Networks, LLC, will indemnify and defend each of your individual positions as a webcaster. Should you be approached legally uh, by any third-party entity regarding the music licensing issues, we encourage you to share with us the correspondence so our legal team can address it with the performance rights organizations. We are covering the legal costs to defend our collective position on this matter. In order for our rectification campaign to work, we must continue to bind together. The stream licensing team will lead the charge in correcting the issues on hand. Our intention is simple. We want to correct the reporting flaws. Our independent auditing effort is headed uh, heading uh, by, me- by media industry savvy accountant James Watson. We were uh, recently informed by Mr. Watson's team that a full and complete audit shall be handed to us before the end of September 2017. Uh, we are happy to announce our entering into a definitive agreement to acquire broadcast radio license WKTFAM 1550 license to Vienna, Georgia. Uh, under an affiliated broadcast and streaming licensed entity that will move the heavy costs associated with pure play digital under broadcasters license umbrella paying rate scale uh, paying rate scales the deal is subject to FCC approval of which we don't anticipate having any issues so there's a lot more to it but that's that's basically the gist of it is they're working you know the, hopefully the, this um, 
if they get this, I don't know how exactly how it works by acquiring the AM station, but basically what it is is it's a lot cheaper to uh, for terrestrial radio to run any kind of music they want than it is for internet radio, which is fucking absurd because all of our outlets are probably way smaller than any terrestrial radio station, you know? Um, not all that of them. That answers that. Yeah. It's so, absurd, but you yeah. answered it. But, but yeah, so, you know, this, uh, I, I'm still a bit of a novice at this kind of stuff, but uh, I'm going to stay with uh, stream licensing. I'm a little terrified to think that I could get some kind of legal, you know, letter saying, you know, cease and desist. Basically, what I'm going to try and do to cover our asses is I'm going to do as much research as I can to find out what songs are expressly ASCAP artists, what you know, um, on, on the network, and work on pulling them. Because there's a lot of great artists under BMI. Every David Bowie song I have on the network is under BMI. You know? Uh, so I can play that because we're covered. We're covered by BMI and any of the other uh, places, and I, I can't remember the others offhand. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, there, there's tons of stuff. So I mean, I might have to lose some songs, but you know what? I'll just work with what I have, and if I'm not playing any ASCAP music, no biggie. You know, again, it might slice you know a third of my library off, but. I have so much music, you know, I can just look for, you know, just BMI artists. But so if anybody knows anything about that, trying to identify, you know, I know there's a couple search engines online to where you can search for ASCAP BMI artists. I don't know how comprehensive they are, um, you know, and, you know, that that whole thing's just kind of confusing to me. I think I might just absolutely have to go through um do research actually with like records and CDs that I own and see what they say in the liner notes, you know? Um, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. So anyway, I just wanted to let everybody know because that's kind of been uh, hanging over my head for a while. I haven't told a lot of people about it, but we're cool for now. Um, and, uh, hopefully in, in also in the conference call, what was said was that, uh, the, the, they're withholding payment from EMI, or, or I'm sorry, ASCAP right now to uh, try and get them to give us a credit, to give you know them a credit on you know the overpayments, but the money to pay them is in an escrow account, and they said if you know legally this doesn't work out, they're going to end up paying them anyway. I really kind of wish, uh, you know, honestly, it was a reporting, this is just my opinion, it was a reporting error in the software, and yeah, it sucks, but to me, I think they they should have to try and eat that loss if it doesn't drive them out of business. But I have a bad feeling that because they're not going to eat that loss, they might be being driven out of business. I got I have no idea. There are there are other ways to license music um, on the internet, but like I said, I'm going to stick with stream licensing for now and see what happens. We'll see. But it seems like ASCAP are being some royal royal cacks over this. So anyway. Isn't that fun and interesting, everybody? Yay, legal issues. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> I love legal. <laughs> love legal issues. Yeah. Oh, it's great. So when we call them ass cap, it would be wrong for me to say ass hats, right? Yes, and it would be also be wrong for you to say bust a cap in one's ass, ass cap. That that, that would be cap. even more wrong. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I'm going to... Sorry, I snorted. That's all right. All right. So speaking of nerds, 
Um, uh, Paul Ryan, everybody. Oh. Paul Ryan, I think, wants to rebrand re himself as, like, a modern-day village person or something. I don't know. That's just a thought. <laughs> um, he He's, like, flying around in helicopters and, you know... Slapping, you know, slapping other men in uniform on the back and stuff, and um, strutting around, talking about building the dang wall, and <laughs> and Rain, you, you you shared this commercial with me today, right? That that, that was uh, that was yeah, you. I shared it with you guys. It came out two and, days ago. And Didn't get around to watching it till today, I, and I was like, oh my I, god! I don't know who picked the music for this. And who who the target audience was they were trying to reach, but um, I'm gonna play it for everybody, and you be the judge. I had the opportunity to travel down to Texas to go to the Rio. Just so, so you know, while I'm playing this, I'm whipping a feather bow around in the air. Just so you know, Rain Valley. <laughs> spend time with our border patrol. When you see what they're up against, it really gives you even greater respect for what they do. They clearly need more tools and more support to do their jobs effectively. That's why we're going to get this done this week. Hey! hey. <laughs> I'm stroking. That's what I'd be doing. That's what I'd be doing. I'd be stroking. Stroking. Oh, my God. <laughs> Patches. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, so let's not go down. Let's not go down the Clarence okay, Carter. Go Clarence down. Carter. Okay. Clarence Carter. Rabbit hole. Just, yeah. uh, um, but that's what it reminded me of. Stroking. I'd be stroking. Again, I wanted to have like glow sticks. Uh huh. And black I mean, lights. I, uh, because you know, I'm telling you, it felt like I should be in a you know a, a, a gay club. Seriously, right now I, I'm putting I'm not on. Kidding. I'm putting on some glittery sunglasses, a Carmen Miranda hat, and whipping around a feather boa right now. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm thinking of Miami Vice. I, you know, and I thought it, that. Yeah, at first, uh, yeah, it, it did kind of sound like uh, to me at first it sounded like a '70s cop show, but but I was listening through a really small, crappy speaker at work. And then I put the earbuds on and I was like, "Oh, that's clubbing. That's it club is. music. It's club there. music. It's rave music. I yeah. mean, where's the ecstasy? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's you... tw twenty-one club stuff. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, and you know, I mean, somebody really needs to make a montage of that with like him, him using shake weights and stuff. Oh. <laughs> shake oh. weights? Oh no! Yeah, but somebody Coloring should in his uh, <laughs> widow's peak. Yeah, you should, Joe. You should, uh, you you should modify the Paul Ryan uh, pumping iron uh, picture and put a shake weight mm -hmm. in his hand. Oh, a shake. And put him in leather. Weight? Put him in leather. Yeah, have you ever seen uh, shake weights before? Oh, 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 no. oh yes, no. I have. Shake weights, no. Uh, they're oh. it, it's profane. Oh. You have to go watch the shake weights commercial after the show tonight. So. Oh <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I know what you mean. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, some it shake looks weights. like I know when you use them, it looks like you're Steve Bannon. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> well, <laughs> in a sense, in a sense. Oh, in a sense. <laughs> so uh, I think the shake weights are much bigger. Well, the shake, yeah, yeah the shake weights are something like I'd be stroking. See, see, <laughs> right? We're gonna have by, to play this. But by my, tonight, Tuesday. But by myself. I'd be stroking by myself. We need stroking, stroke me, stroke me, and patches. Sure. Sure. And then and then a little bit of that music. Dancing with notes. myself. Play yeah. a little Billy Idol. Um <laughs> some uh divinal divinals when I think about you. I touch myself. I touch Whoa. myself. Oh, yeah. God. What did I start? Oh. God damn it. Yeah. Damn. Uh, oh, God damn it! God damn it! All right. But yeah, I know it's now. I, 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 yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I just want somebody to to do a parody of of instead of patches, put pickles in there. Pickle, just pickle. It's singular. Instead of patches, just put pickles. Pickles. Yeah. I'm telling you, son. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, when, well, when I heard that song, I, I, I didn't know the song, by the way, uh, uh, Rain. So um, it was one of my favorite songs of the 60s. But Patches or Strokin'? Both. There you go. Well, That's no. Why I love you. Well, I, I like Strokin' better, but I sure. was like 14. <laughs> oh, see, <laughs> no. Just. <laughs> All right, stop it. Speaking of the wall, everyone. Oh yeah. Yeah, Speaking of the wall, everybody. uh, Former president of Mexico, Vicente Fox, was on with Allison Camarota today on um, CNN. Oh. And um, this happened. Do you think that the president of Mexico should have been more forceful in saying it's never going to happen? Well, you can use you can use my words. We will never pay for that fucking wall. Oops. With that full F wall, uh-huh. that makes it more clear. But still, who who can think about a country paying for a wall that is going to be built in the neighbor's territory? Or why should Mexico pay for a wall? What's the reason? We don't need a wall. If Trump wants to build a wall, he has to go to Congress, mm-hmm. U.S. Congress, and he has to tell the truth to U.S. taxpayers that they're going to pay for that. Yeah, that, that, That's so clear. I apologize to our morning audience for the salty language this morning. Perhaps I should have taken that offer for the five-second delay. It was caliente. Uh, yeah, so uh, once again, Vicente Fox. We will never pay for that fucking wall. Live CNN TV right there, everybody. <laughs> Muy caliente. Muy bueno. Yeah. Uh, well, so, yeah. They're, not, they're not paying for that wall, right? I don't think so. I, I, I don't think they're, they're going to do that. No. Well, even uh, Trump I don't knows they're not going to so. pay for the wall. No. You know? But they need to stop like, saying. Was- they need to stop saying they're going to stop paying for the wall. They're not going to pay for the wall. Well, Th- here's that's... a hint. Here's a hint. I sort of knew that. <laughs> I sort of caught on that You're Mexico psychic, huh? yeah, was never going to pay for a 2,500-mile-long... Are, are you sure? I was, I was convinced it was going to happen for sure. <laughs> Well, uh, I had hopes. I had hopes 
that the people who were going to pay for the wall were the milk people. The milk people. Okay, you did not read? Yes. Yes, I did. What? The milk people. I, I miss the milk people. What's the milk people? The, okay. We... <laughs> We need to go back to yesterday when they re- released the transcripts from both right. both the president of, of Mexico and the prime minister of, of um, Australia. Australia. At a certain point, they were going back and <laughs> forth about these refugees where Trump was like, but they're, you know, they're prisoners. And, and the prime minister was like, no, they're refugees. They're not bad people. And I'm going to paraphrase here because I don't have it in front of me. But he said to the prime minister... They're not going to end up like those milk people here in the United States, right? Mm-hmm. And ever since yesterday, everybody's been trying to figure out who the hell the milk people are. Milk people? I didn't read the transcript. Yes. That's the problem. Yes, um, the milk people. What is he talking about? Kids who get free milk in school? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Milk I've people. heard. I heard um, yesterday. I heard that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. That one theory was he was talking about the Shabani, the Shabani um, yogurt factory, oh. who hired a bunch of Syrians. So that's one theory. Another theory is oh. that maybe he's talking about, maybe he's talking about refugees who go to work in the heartland at dairy farms. But Trump actually said they're not going to end up like the milk people, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the milk people. Day of the milk people. Yeah, and then there were the boat people. The boat well, people. they are the boat people. <laughs> well, the milk people and the boat people could be the same people, but Trump Boring was concerned factions. about the Trump was concerned about all the boat people that they were discriminating against. So what do you have against boats? Milk people. Yes, versus he said boat that too. Because here, here's the deal. I know we have to go to break soon, but in 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 that in in his conversation with the Prime Minister of Australia. There was there was a deal that was done with the previous administration, mm-hmm. you know, our last presidential administration, last that human. said we're going to take we're going to take these refugees. These are refugees who showed up in Australia on boats, and I don't know I I don't know where they're from, and I should look more into it unless somebody in yeah. the chat knows this. But basically, Australia said we cannot take anybody who comes in on boats because. <laughs> There's a lot of people who come in with drugs. I'm just sure. I'm looking. I'm looking well, at somebody put on Twitter a, a cow with a, a Trump wig yes. on it. See? <laughs> Milk so, people. So there Australia you go. said any anybody who comes into our country on boats, you don't get to come in. But oh, they yes. did find that there was a good amount of people who were actual refugees from another country. But because they had this boat rule, they had to put them over here. They're not. They- criminals like trump was like well they're criminals and they're right. terrorists and yeah he he ran he 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 didn't understand what, what if, was what the yeah. discussion was what if, what if they come in with milk though um well all right but- well rain rain <laughs> you, you uh, i gotta cut you off there because i really have to play Sorry. this clip because anna navarro is saying the same thing you are and uh, here she is just eviscerating Trump over the the exchange with the Australian uh, prime minister having to explain policy to him. And then uh, the uh, issue with the Me- president of Mexico. Uh, you know, you just got to stop, stop saying you won't pay for the wall. Well, listen, the fake news and the lying doesn't even surprise me anymore, right? The one thing we know he is consistent about Trump is lying. The real story here is that you had the Prime Minister of Australia having to explain policy to him like you teach a four-year-old how to read. A is for apple, B is for boy, C is for cat. 
the president of the United States was completely ignorant and clueless <laughs> as to the policy that they were discussing. It was cringe-inducing. It was painful for any American to feel embarrassed by the lack of knowledge of this president. It is a Astounding the level of leaks yes. of this White House. Forget our new chief of staff. He needs to hire a plumber to take care of these <laughs> leaks. You are leaking conversations with foreign leaders. This is not about who he's having dinner with. These are conversations with foreign leaders. How is any foreign leader going to trust speaking to the president of the United States? And on the Mexican phone call, his base should be feeling very duped today because he wasn't telling President Peña Nieto, you got to pay for the wall. He was saying to him, shut up. Stop saying you're not going to say, uh, pay for the wall because you're making me look bad. It was all about how he looks, not the substance. Amen. There you go. So yes. Anna, Anna Navarro nailed it, knocked it out of the park. But uh, on that note, though, we I don't want to get too far behind. We got to hit the break. Um, I figured we should get all of our wall talk out of the way before we uh, get move on to another topic. Uh, so, uh, all right, everybody hang tight. We'll be right back with me, Rain, Joe, and, of course, P.S. Mueller will be on at the top of the hour. So, uh, happy Friday, everybody. I can't really even believe it's Friday. I, I am such a, you know, my head is in such a weird space. Anyway, we'll be right back right after this. Oh, coming up from Macaroni. You know what song it is. Turn up the night with Yay. Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air you. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking uh. fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive through when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession what you play when politicians don't listen this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck you. this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air fuck you. if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers 
fingers in the air Fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air Fuck you. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Fuck you, Fuck you. I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my hood This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck Or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. 
This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worth it's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, I just w- I thought of milk people. I kept thinking milk people, milk people. Uh, there was an episode of Mr. Show from the mid to late 90s where there was a a skit, a skit, a little skit about uh, a traveling salesman who uh, goes to um, uh, a farm and the the farmer says, you can sleep in my barn, but whatever you do, don't put your penis in any of these holes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I said uh, I said the word right here on the show. I'll tell the joke real quick. But yeah, um, uh, yeah. See what he's Don't save penis in this house. He's like, you can stay in my barn, but there's three holes in the wall. In the foot behind the first one is my beautiful daughter. In in behind the second one is uh is my wife. And behind the third one is a milking machine that won't stop until it gets 50 gallons. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. I kind of screw up the joke. But <laughs> in, in this sketch, Bob Odenkirk is dressed as the, the, the dreaded milk machine. And uh, he comes out, you know, and, and sings a song as the milk machine. And basically, he looks like a tin man, but dressed in white. And uh, he sings a really horrible song and ends with Auld Lang Syne. And uh, I posted a gif of uh, Bob Odenkirk as the milk machine. So maybe that's the milk people Donald Trump is talking about. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, welcome back. <laughs> Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> don't put your willy in any of those holes. <laughs> Little Joey's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I really I really made that joke go short. Uh, but... Uh, uh, it, 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 I have to say, though, uh, that when you said milk people, I thought of uh, everything you want to know about sex but was afraid to ask. Uh, you know, uh, Woody Allen's film? I never saw it. Yeah. Oh, well, oh. There, there, was one, there was one scene where the sperm are getting ready to be ejected. Yes. Mm. And he's dressed as a sperm. They're all dressed as sperm, and he's dressed as a sperm. And he's he's worried it's he's worried that somebody was having was uh, masturbating or something. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not a Woody <laughs> Allen fan. Oh. So oh, okay. uh, and uh, it's a funny okay. scene. All right, and of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Welcome back to the program. I am back. I am not a milk person. I'm not either. I, I'm actually. I think I'm lactose intolerant. So. Um, God damn it! What was he talking about? Milk people. God damn it! I just, you know, I did read those transcripts. I did, mm-hmm. and and all I could think of was he is really so out of his league. And I get, I get that there are people, and I there's a part of me that understands that there are people who are pissed off that these were released. I get it. But on the other hand, because there's two hands. There's the one that's got the shake weight, mm. and there's the other that's milking the cow. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe shake weight, milk people, milkshake? I drink your milkshake. There it is. <laughs> I drink it up. <laughs> Brings all the boys to the yard, too. He, I mean, in the Mexican, in the Mexican conversation, he literally was telling the president of Mexico, you know, and I know that the promise I made to my supporters is a big old fat 
Trump lie. Yeah. And like then Anna, when we go yeah. over to, yeah, like just, what Anna like Navarro, Anna Navarro said. said. The the one one constant in this administration are lies. Yeah, and and then over in the Australian conversation, he had no idea. I mean, Ken, it's okay. I know that you've been busy, but if you get a chance to read it over the weekend, read that transcript. It is clear at a certain point the Australian Prime Minister realized <laughs> Trump doesn't know what he's talking. Like it started out where he, you know, I can't. Trumbled, I think is his name. I can't remember his name. Let's go with Trumbled. Trumble. Um, Trumble. Yeah. Trumble. So he's talking to him as though he assumed Trump knew what the situation was. Trump right. didn't know anything about the situation. And halfway through, he, he had to go backwards and try to tell him, mm -hmm. here is the situation. You don't understand this. Well, well he never know. ever said you don't understand it, but he really had to explain to him what was going on. And at, at the next point, mm -hmm. he told Trump, he's like, we're both businessmen. And you know that when a deal is made, a deal should be kept. You need to keep your deal. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah. Uh, basically, he's, he stumbled into what most what every reasonable american stumbled into is that trump doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about right yeah in preparing for the uh, clown card this sunday <laughs> i had to read both transcripts as research <laughs> so i'm not i'm not exaggerating am and, I, no and and actually um yeah, there, w there was one point where uh, trump says uh, to him i'm not taking two thousand people and and Trumbull tells him, yes. no, Turnbull. it's 1,200 at Turnbull. It's 1,250. And thank and you. He goes, well, well I heard it was five. I heard it was up to 5,000. Yeah, it was at that And he point said, was... no, the deal was 1,250. And you don't have to take them. Oh, in. I don't um, like it. Makes, it makes me look bad. Thank you, Psy Guy in DC, for uh, pointing out it's pronounced Turnbull. Turnbull. Wait a minute, mate. Does he think that bulls give milk? Does he think that Turnbull is a milk person? Is that what it is? Oh, that bull gave me that, the mate. worst tasting milk I ever had in my whole life. Oh, that's disgusting. It that only is had so one. Disgusting. It only had one udder. Oh <laughs> what oh, did they put in God. the coffee? Oh, oh. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> oh. <laughs> that is so disgusting! Oh, two buzzers for the coffee. <laughs> well, well, Pres Pres says that milk people might be what you put in your coffee. Oh, latte, coffee, <laughs> a latte, a latte, coffee. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I, I just. Uh, I'm not gonna do the. <laughs> I'm not gonna do the James David Manning wormhole. I'll just do that again. Latte. Kofefe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just uh, co cocaine. Is Kofefe a cross between cocaine and latte? Cocaine. Latte. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. We we got some other uh, other audio goodness to get to here. Um, let's go ahead and uh, get to uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, in a little. She had a little mix them up today with, uh, or maybe it was yesterday uh, with, uh, um, uh, who is it? Cecilia Vega from uh, ABC in the White House press briefing, and um, basically. Uh, Rain, you pointed out uh, after hearing this clip 
that um, Trump's a liar and Huckabee Sanders is not a Christian. So uh, I, I really should I should cue my not a Christian uh, drop. So that's one one uh, clip I share in common with Stephanie Miller. Not a Christian. Yeah. Uh, so here we go. Not a Christian Huckabee Sanders uh, covering uh, for Trump's lies about phone calls from uh, the president of Mexico and the Boy Scouts of America. Why did the president say that he received a phone call from the leader of the Boy Scouts and the president of Mexico when he did not? Did he lie? No, in the on Mexico, he was referencing the conversation that they had had at the G20 summit where they specifically talked about the issues that he referenced uh, in terms of the Boy Scouts, uh, multiple members of the Boy Scout leadership. Uh, following his speech there that Name day, one. Uh, congratulated him, praised him, and offered uh, quite, um, um, I'm looking for the word, quite powerful uh, compliments uh, following his speech, and those were what those references were about. specifically said that he received a phone call from the president of Mexico. They were actually the direct, they were direct conversations, not actual so phone he, calls. So he lied, he didn't receive I, I wouldn't say it was a lie. It was, it was a lie. That's pretty uh, bold accusation it's, it's a, a lie the, conversa- the conversations um, took place they just simply didn't take place over a phone call that he had them in person so he lied or he doesn't understand the difference uh, he, that he's so deranged he doesn't understand the difference between a personal conversation or a phone call so right it's a, it's a lie because she said it didn't happen over the phone yeah even though trump said it happened over the phone so she is trying to make his lie be not a lie by lying. Yep. And that makes her not a Christian. Bearing false witness, Sarah. Tisk, tisk, tisk. All of it. That was disgusting. I mean, she she knew she was she was giving manure to the milk people. <laughs> yes, and and you know, uh, it's a shame because she, was she has on I, bullshit. I have it on good authority. She has three little toddlers at home who oh, she's yeah. teaching to lie. That's right. right. You yeah. want it? You yeah. want? You want chaos? Look at these little sweethearts. Let me show you some yeah, that's pictures. Right. Surprised she doesn't start a fucking yeah. slideshow every time she talks about her kids. Oh, please. Uh, it, yeah, when she chaos. said that, that just disgusted me. If you want to see chaos, look at my house, and it's like, oh, my, is that the bar? My, is that the bar that we're at? My grandfather. We're compare the White House to your sloppy, messy wall-to-wall carpeting that has encrusted Cheerios in it and probably <laughs> some crusty go-go yolk. You know that go-gurt. Go-gurt, or maybe even milk from milk people. Well, now wait. I, I think that's where she sticks those eyelashes on. Maybe Trump met the, the, the ogre. I, I, you know what? I figured it out. I figured out what milk people means. Trump doesn't want babies coming into the country because he sees these little people drinking milk all the time. He doesn't want babies here. Those are milk people. Or, and he hates breastfeeding. Women. He no, hates breastfeeding, too. So, yeah, lactating women and babies. Um, yeah, that's what he meant by milk people. He just couldn't formulate the words. Those are uh, the milk people. It's disgusting. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know what? Remember... He was given the deposition, and one of the lawyers had to yes. stop to go and breastfeed her baby. It was yes. disgusting. And he said, that's disgusting. What a freak. Yep. He, you know what's disgusting? disgusting? You know what's he disgusting? 
is seeing a, a huh? bucket of KFC in front of him. That's that's disgusting. The feeding of a child mother's milk is a beautiful thing. Seeing him you know sitting worse? in front of a bucket of grease, bleh, bark. You know what's worse? Seeing a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken behind him. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> white yes. white shorts. But, Rain, what, what were you really going to say? I really do not like Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Oh, she's she, horrible. honest to God, makes me miss Sean Spicer. You know, oh, yeah, absolutely. I am not even joking about that. You know, I no. saw I saw a headline today, um, and it says, uh, "Despite it says I'm going to paraphrase, but it was on media, and it says, despite uh, wooing, Spicer will not make an appearance on DWTS." Dancing like, the with f-? the Stars. Yeah, and I, I read the article, and I'm like, "What the fuck is D- What is this abbreviation?" And I click on the link, and it and it says. Oh yeah, Dancing with the Stars, and, and I I put in the comment section. I'm proud to know that <laughs> I didn't understand what Dancing with the Stars meant because it's more garbage reality TV that informed the electorate that got us president and fat daddy, you know. So um, yeah, he's busy right now. He's busy. He's up in New York trying to find a book deal. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. So, uh, and if y'all don't believe me, I plan on meeting him. Oh, I don't yeah. know when. That's all I'm going to tell y'all. I don't know when, and I don't know where, but I know that he lives very close to me, and I do plan on having a conversation with him in the next year. Oh, you know where he goes it. a lot is the Apple Store. I know that. That's right. <laughs> there was a video of him there. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. You speaking of Apple? Yeah. Voice Actually, memo. An Apple Store right at Pentagon Mall. Speaking of voice, uh, speaking of Apple voice memo on your iPhone, if you <laughs> just fire it up if you're having that conversation. Um, so, all right, let, let, we're going to change uh, the subject just a little bit here. Um, actually, quite a bit, but it still it has to do with the Trump cult. Uh, uh, little Jeffy Sessions today, Elf Boy himself. Uh, came out and I got some tough talk for all y'all, everybody about these leaks. I'm so rooting, tooting, angry about this. I'm, I swear, <laughs> you better, you better watch out, or I'm gonna butt jump up and I'm gonna bite <laughs> your kneecap off. <laughs> I'm so rooting, tooting, angry about all this. He's, um, he is kind of like a little Southern Keebler elf Chihuahua, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a Chihuahua. I'm so mad. <laughs> He was so mad. Yeah. So mad. So, uh, but yeah, so let, let me see it. Uh, um, here's, um, oh, where is it? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, I saved it. Okay, never mind. So, yeah, so th- this is the, I only recorded 30 seconds from the press conference today because I figured that's all we wanted to deal with. But this, I think, was the 30 most important seconds out of the entire press conference today about investigating quote-unquote leaks one of the things we are doing is reviewing policies for affecting media subpoenas we respect the important role that the press plays and we'll give them respect but it is not unlimited they cannot place lives at risk with impunity we must balance the press's role with protecting our national security and the lives of those who serve in the intelligence community, the armed forces, and all law-abiding Americans. Okay, where is the evidence that 
lives have been put in danger by reporters or journalists having, uh, you know, private uh, sources, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, undisclosed sources. What I'm sorry, what do you call it? Why can't I think of the... the classified sources. Well, yeah, classified or, or um, um, anonymous. anonymous sources. Anonymous they weren't sources, even talking yeah. about classified. They were talking no. about... Yeah, anonymous they were talking sources. about anonymous sources today. They're talking under about... Under the cloak of classified yeah. information. So basically, what, the, what he's saying there is the Justice Department, we're going to review, and basically that means we're going to make up our own rules because he just got done saying there... Potentially, the the press has gotten people hurt or killed, and yeah. he didn't take any questions at the end of it. Yeah, so, that was an interesting thing because that was billed as a presser. So you drop that bomb and say we're going to crack down on the press because they, you know, yeah, they have their rights, but they don't have that many rights. Well, what was it that you know was that made it? Uh, you know that that tipped you off. What was the who was the person that got killed because of some a member of the press, or you know what was endangered because a member of the press, uh, you know right. uh, it was interviewing an anonymous source, and it was just you know or was it just information you didn't like? I have a feeling it's that you know and that exactly. It's the latter. You know yeah. this was all litigated already in the seventies with the Pentagon Papers in yep. the sixties. Thank you. Okay. Nixon made a big deal about that leak, and they were suing the New York Times, and they were carrying on about the Times. And, you know, at the time, the Times said, first of all, you call that a whistleblower to begin with, right? There's, yeah. A, yeah. there's a fine line here. And then second of all, in the Pentagon Papers, there were no operational uh, 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 secrets or classified information. Well, it was classified, but it was nothing that was would endanger anybody's life overseas. It was about the dis- mm-hmm. it was about the disinformation that the military and the government were using yeah. to justify our existence in Vietnam. Exactly. Well, and and, here's okay, the, here's and that a, was litigated yeah. back then, and that that is the end of it. The press yeah. won. And and this is what. Uh, Sessions was essentially saying there was more to it, but basically he said, "Oh, don't worry, whistleblowers. If you're out there, just come to us. Come to Daddy. We'll take care of you. Don't go to the press if you're a whistleblower. Come to the Justice Department. We'll make sure you're protected." Well, geez, with all this, uh, you know, uh, uh, crazy collusion and everything going on, I don't think there's a safe haven in the Justice Department at this point. No. Not with this administration. No, And here's the not. thing. You know, in the beginning of that press conference, they referenced um, a, a 2011 rule that was, you know, if you, if you remember, 2011, we had this guy called President Obama who was really, he was really aggressive about leakers. You know, and there are some people out there who, who are, were, I'm one of the people who felt like he went too far. But that administration was incredibly aggressive about leakers. A lot of people were charged and went to jail for leaking classified information. Hmm. So to, 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 when he came out and said, I have to look at that statute that was put in place under the Obama administration. He said, I have to look at it and we, we have to look into it and to figure out what to do. Says to me, they don't know what they're doing. The statute is there. The statute, it, it, it's there. It's one of the reasons why they wanted to go after Julian Assange. Well, yeah. there's the First I mean, Amendment. You know, there's the you first know there amendment. is the First Amendment. I'm not defending. I mean, I want to make this clear. I'm not defending it. 
But, you know, one of the things I heard for years under the Obama administration is that he is too weak on whistle on people who leak information. But he set up a he set up a, he's and I trusted the last administration. So I want to make that clear. I did. I trusted that yeah. one where there was a situation where if you had something that you needed to to whistleblow, you could come in and you could whistleblow and you would be OK. Yeah, Jeff Sessions is not upholding the spirit of no. that rule. Well, no, Jeff Sessions is is an attorney, and I assume that he knows that the Supreme Court ruled six to three against the Nixon administration and for the New York Times. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I'm just going to read a quote that I think is relevant at the time that uh, Mr. Uh, Salzberger made on behalf of the New York Times after the the, uh, Supreme Court decision. He said, classifying documents, it's a wonderful way, if you got egg on your face, to prevent anybody from knowing it. Stamp it it secret and put it away. Yep. And and you know, and the reason why, the reason why Jeff, um, Jeff Sessions came out today was because of the embarrassment that happened yesterday Mm-hmm. by those WAPO links. Mm-hmm. There have been well, a lot more things that came out that were embarrassing. They never said anything. I think that what Jeff Sessions and, and Dan Coates did today was either either one of two things. They were well, told by Rain, Trump to get could, out there and you, get ahead of it. Rain, could you hold on I'm one sorry. second? I want to play you 16 seconds. No, 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 it's okay. <laughs> I want to play you 16 seconds and see if this is one of the things you were going to say. Sessions was speaking to President Trump through the television this morning. Okay. He was speaking to President Trump, who has been calling for weeks and for months to have a mm-hmm. more aggressive prosecutions of leakers. Uh, he has criticized Sessions for not being more aggressive on this. So today's press conference by Sessions was for President Trump. So, Joe, to, yeah. to, to your point, Rain, uh, yes, I, Brian Stelter, I think, was saying exactly what you were going to say. And you said something about somebody having egg on their face, uh, Joe. I think basically on. Sessions, uh, he, he was led on by Trump to do this. They were kind of a, a boy talk. And uh, he was lead on, like, uh, <laughs> egg on. Face egg on face yeah um so <laughs> but but yeah well, a message to just just a message to jeff sessions uh daniel ellsberg never went to jail and the new york mm-hmm. times published seven thousand pages of of the pentagon papers and you know what the universe kept going sure did amen and, sure and did. it was nixon that, went to, that was on his way to jail yeah i'll, I'll give you the uh so. amen. amen there so, uh, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, yeah, the, this was nothing but a show. Again, you know, I mean, uh, those two, you know, Coates and Sessions are really bad at playing the tough guy on TV because I just wasn't buying it for a second. It's like you got two elderly men up there and like, oh, we're going to get you. You, If you leak something, you better not. You better don't do it. We'll spank. We'll spank you. Papa Spank. Jeff Sessions does not instill fear Papa in anybody. Yeah, sorry, I got the Papa Spank drop there. Um, no, no, Jeff Sessions does not instill fear. You know, I would just wear if if you're afraid of Jeff Sessions, my advice to you: wear knee pads, so he can't bite your kneecaps. Because he's <laughs> that's it. You know, I mean, that's about as high as you can jump as I think your knee. So shin guards and knee pads probably. Good advice. Uh, you know, if you're worried he, he might get a little, if he, if he gets on a springboard or something, maybe wear some, like, leather pants in a yeah, cup. It's, uh, today, today, that whole thing was, it was a farce. And, and the it, I, 
I know we have to go to break. I'm going to make this quick. I think it was to send a message to the Trump campaign, and it was also to send a message from the Trump, not campaign, administration, from Whoa. the Trump administration. I call it the Trump campaign because that's what it still is. They're yeah, still really still is. attacking Hillary Clinton and still, you know, <laughs> filling out the seven thousand seat arenas in Youngstown, Ohio, and breaking every record. Yeah. At the <laughs> dear, dear God. Yeah. It was propaganda. Today was propaganda. It's all. And propaganda I don't think I don't think guys. it's going to scare the press at all. No. I expect something to drop. It's eight o'clock. Is anything dropped? Yeah. Uh, let's check. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I have some good news. P.S. Mueller is coming up, and he has a, a, a t- top ten list for us. Top ten things you didn't know about Don Trump. Uh, he's going to oh. read that for us on, on the show. So that's very exciting. We're going to go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, lots more of this weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. A smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now... On with the show. We will never pay for that fucking wall. Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Welcome back to the show. Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. I'm here. Excellent. Here. And welcome back to Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau. Hello. I'm going to calm down. Jeff Sessions got me all hopped up. Okay. Yeah, uh, what is it? <laughs> and oh. last but not least, everybody, he's got a top ten list and a jingle. Who the hell is that? I'm cartoonist and agent provocateur P.S. Mueller. I thought I heard a stranger. To what do I owe the pleasure of your visit, my friend? The desire for escapism and kicks, which could affect the entire world. Well, naturally, we think it's wonderful. Uh, excuse me, please. P.S. I know you. I know you. Yeah. Well, hiya, Pete. Welcome to the program, sir. Ha, ha, ha. He's going <laughs> to blow us all up. <laughs> Pretty much. So, uh, yeah. Pete, how you, uh, how you uh, doing? How I'm you doing, doing I'm doing really well, but I'm really excited. I want to jump right into your top ten list here. And a la oh. uh, the David Letterman show, I would like to uh, do this. Uh, do you want to go in reverse order, or, or do you want to go one to ten or ten to one? Because I got the drum roll queued up for you. Well, I can go one to ten. This is just a list. Okay, so uh, and, and the 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 name of the list is uh, 
10 things you don't know about Don Trump. And uh, the first thing you don't know... He is made entirely of cottage cheese, except for his skin, which is American. <laughs> there you go. And uh, no, the no, the no, uh, second thing you don't know about Don Trump. If you can get him to lie down on his belly in a sand trap, use his putter to draw a line outward from his nose, and he will be hypnotized like a chicken. Oh, see. (laughs) Oh, this is magical. I love this. We need a a top ten list every week from you, uh, Pete. This is good. Okay. uh, It's possible. Number three. He wants your fries, see? And he might burn <laughs> Korea to get him. See? <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, another thing uh, uh, that you don't know about Donald Trump, number four. He receives hidden messages from RFD TV. <laughs> As in Mayberry RFD? <laughs> Have you ever seen that? Yeah. RFD TV with oh, Molly no. B? No, uh, no, I don't think I have. It's like polka music, you know? Video oh. tape, polka music from oh, uh, I th- Minneapolis. And, you know, so. I thought it was hey, a reference. Awesome. I thought it was a there reference to Mayberry RFD. So I, I can, no, it's the know. white people channel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my Hi God, there. it's a thing. Ken, it's a thing. That, yeah. we're, we're gonna have to look it up. We're gonna have to see it. Give so. me a drum roll. All right. Uh, the fifth thing you don't know about Donald Trump. He was a victim of hazing in military school, and to this day can't bear to look at anything featuring grommets. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I don't even oh, want to know what, yeah. what is he. What, does he think Wallace and Gromit are his mortal enemies? Possibly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and uh, okay, uh, the sixth thing you didn't know about Don Trump. In 1968, he was secretly married to a ribeye steak for like uh, 10 minutes. Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 Did, uh, now I have a question. Did yeah, he wait sure. until it was well done and put ketchup on it and eat it? Oh, see, there you go. I, uh, I have a question. Uh, you know, I, I I settled for an undisclosed sum. That's the, you know that that uh, I'll tell you what, Rain. You are totally right, and that is the original Red Wedding. Thank you, everybody. I'm, uh, I'm here all night. Uh, uh, I have a question. Yes. Did he consummate that wedding? Oh. What do you think? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, two. Oh. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. I, I'm just used to playing them both in you know uh, random order. I mean, you know, they 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 did they, they gave him a finger bowl, you know. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. oh yeah, there. <laughs> okay, uh, and the uh, the seventh thing you don't know about Donald Trump. He was once charged with stalking a Saks Fifth Avenue mannequin. 
obsessively sending her plastic flowers. Caught during an attempt to kidnap her left arm, he settled out of court for an undisclosed sum. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, so that that's that's good. That's good stuff. All right. Uh, The the eighth thing you don't know about Donald Trump. We're getting towards the end here, folks. Hey, Trump. Oh, I'm sorry. I hit the wrong thing. Oops. (laughs) Oh, no, you hit the right thing. Okay. (laughs) Mannequin said. Uh, The man is a gifted breakdancer. Second to none. The best. Hey, Trump. Fuck you. Yeah, so (laughs) that's more appropriate. (laughs) So, yes, he he can do the robot, I assume. Mm -hmm. Since he's a breakdancer. Robot! Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Is the robot. (laughs) Can you moonwalk? Mm -hmm. He invented that. He just pulls his pants down and shuffles backwards really slowly. Oh, dear God. That's the moonwalk for him. <laughs> so is the shit shuffle. Yeah, the shit yeah. shuffle. Yeah. He, shart, he sharts his way across the stage. Shark dance. What a feeling. All pirates say shark. Yeah, shark. shark. Shiver me, shark bears. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> okay, uh, the ninth thing you didn't know about Don Trump. Trump wears a large flowing cape in a huge closet where he tweets at night. <laughs> I'm sure he does. It's a it's a, a oh my god. Tremendous cape. All right, and last but not least, the tenth thing you did not know about Don Trump again by our good friend P.S. Mueller. His first attempt at television was a pilot, tentatively titled The Great Show. He played a pun he played a pole vaulter with the inside skinny on gravity. Dennis <laughs> Miller played his nervous pal Mamus. <laughs> In Jesus' name, buggity, buggity, buggity. We're gonna give it all to him. There you go. And we'll hey, finish. Trump. I, I, fuck you. There we go. I just played every... Are you sure that Dennis Miller wasn't supposed to be his spotter? <laughs> oh. Mm, you know, time, that might be a better idea. I thought his, <laughs> I thought his shards was his spotter. Yeah, see? That's what I was going to say. Is, oh, yeah, he needs there's a, a spot. There's a he spot. Needs a, he needs a spotter when he's wearing white playing tennis there. So <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah, we learned something tonight. I'm really happy. We all learned something tonight. That's one to grow on. I tell you one thing: if you see him in, if you see him wearing a linen suit, he still needs to be rolled in flour. Uh, Oh yeah. Oh Oh, dear God. Uh, I gotta, I gotta buzz you. That's gross. Yeah. And yes, but Rain, you're right. That is, that is one to grow on. And that's one to grow on. (laughs) That's ten to grow on. Something about. There's a little trivia about that uh, pole vaulting show he had uh, there. Uh, yes. Pete, uh, y- you yeah. know, uh, Dennis Miller's role was originally cast as Chachi. <laughs> oh. Chachi. There you go. Chachi. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 But he was under contract as an asshole, so they couldn't Wait, take- we remember. I, I finally remember it, Chachi, before he went through menopause. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow. He briefly had a role on uh, Arrested Development, too. Oh, Bob Blah okay. Blah. Yeah, Bob Blah Blah. 
<laughs> that was his name, Bob Blah Blah. And he really Bob, was on it. Yes, yeah. uh, the, the 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 spelling it's Bob Blah Blah was his name, yeah. but it, when you said it fast, it sounds like Blah Blah Blah. So <laughs> Bob Blah Blah. <laughs> it's sort of like it's sort of like the analrapist. Like analrapist, yes. Uh, Tobias Funke, analrapist. So he's part Don't analyst, part therapist. He's an analrapist. Anal rapist? What? Anal rapist. Oh, hey, this is a family show. That's that was from that was from Arrested Development. We're just quoting it. So business card for Christ's sake. Yeah. So that was how is everybody? Uh, pretty good. I'm great. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. But no, that was that was the thing with Tobias is he always said stupid shit. So Michael said to him at one point, and he said things that didn't sound quite right. And Michael said, you know, you know what you do? You, you buy yourself a tape recorder. You just record yourself for a whole day. I think you're going to be surprised at some of your phrasing. And this is the guy who painted himself blue to be in the blue man group. And he says, I blew myself. And then <laughs> now Steve Bannon has that distinction. Uh, so, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, another one to grow. And that's one to grow. Speaking of that, that's Jason Bateman too. So, uh, full circle tonight. <laughs> so, what do you? Call, I just thought, what do you call when you put ham in boiling water? Ham uh, water. Ham soup? No, you call it hot ham water. Hot ham water. So. <laughs> Uh, do you run, did you watch that, Pete? Did you watch? Did you do you know what he's talking about, Pete? Have you seen Arrested Development? No, but his line just about killed me. Oh, you guys, I haven't seen the show, but I don't remember it from there. I, I, the Joker, best part, the best part, is when Lindsay makes the ham water. And then, uh, and then, what's his name? Uh, what's the Buster takes a, a, a sip of it? And he's like, "Hmm, so watery, with a smack of ham." <laughs> <laughs> she basically boiled. It. She she boiled a canned ham. This is what it was. That was it. So anyway, <laughs> laying around for a year. The smack of ham. <laughs> All right, let's ham go. Water. Let's go ahead and uh, get get back to it. We got some we got some other audio we goodness we need to get here to here because hey, you get a subpoena and you get a subpoena and you get a subpoena. That's right everybody. From Reuters news, here is a, a little bit of breaking information that came out last night um, about uh, Mueller. He says it wrong. PS Mueller can attest. Mueller You know, I, I caught a news anchor somewhere uh, yesterday calling him Mueller. Well, mm. you should send that him is a thank incorrect. you. Send them a thank you card. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. So uh, here from Reuters news, uh, the subpoenas have started flying out. As um, uh, oh, what did I what did I put on Facebook today? MAGA M A G A uh, uh, Mueller assembling great attorneys M A G A MAGA. Um, uh, so, uh, but yeah. So listen to this. Uh, this part is so one. awesome. It really is. This is really great news. The investigation the into Russia's interference in the 2016 election and any ties to the Trump campaign potentially kicking into high gear. Reuters exclusively reporting Thursday that grand jury subpoenas have been issued related to the meeting between Donald Trump Jr. and a Kremlin-linked Russian lawyer. 
Two sources telling Reuters that special counsel Robert Mueller has convened a grand jury in Washington to investigate the allegations of Russian meddling and whether there was any collusion with Donald Trump's presidential campaign. Reuters justice correspondent Julia Edwards Ainsley. Using a grand jury to issue subpoenas means that this case has already come to a point where Mueller thinks that he could get criminal convictions or criminal indictments against some of these people that he has been subpoenaing through the grand jury process. This brings a whole new level to the investigation. While we knew that Mueller was probing for interference of the Russians in the 2016 election and for possible collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia, this leads us to the point where we can see that Mueller has actually made progress in that second piece, in the collusion piece. These subpoenas are specifically to people who appeared in a June 2016 meeting between the Trump campaign and a Russian lawyer. This leads us to believe that Mueller sees that meeting as significant and wants to compel these people to provide more information. Amen! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nail them to the fucking wall. That is great news. That is such good and news. And no everybody. lawyer for you either. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Defense Holy. attorney stands out. Uh, defense attorney stands outside in the hall, I believe. Oh. The uh, the deposed are allowed to exit the room and mm-hmm. consult with their attorney. They are. No, there is no attorney present during the questioning. Yeah. No. I bet Ryan's Nor is pretty happy. Do they know what information they already have? That's right. Yeah, I bet see, Ryan, that's the tricky. I bet Ryan's previous is probably perjury trick. Mm, yeah, I bet Ryan's previous mm-hmm. is pretty happy he didn't go to that meeting because you know he was probably on. Where has Ryan's been? Um, Do you think right? that Ryan's has been visiting Mr. Mueller? I heard um, there were two subpoenas right already. One was for Ryan's and one was for Trump's wig, and they both fled to Mexico. <laughs> oh, you know, there's a golf course about a half I'll tell you mile what. from here. I thought I saw him caddying the other day. <laughs> oh wow. You know what? Those insults, uh, uh, we have a response from Ryan's Priebus, Priebus right now. You know what? That makes me mad. Yeah. So. Uh. <laughs> one, of the, one of the interesting things, and I've been thinking about this. Um, mm. it, it, you know, when you go back to, um, I'm going to say Freddie Gray and, and a couple of other, you know, the things that brought Black Lives Matter to the forefront. Mm-hmm. Where when they when when all of these cases finally got a grand jury, one of the big bugaboos, and these weren't federal grand juries, by the way, they were state and county or you know, but everybody knew that if it was a city where the attorney general was working hand in hand with the police department, uh, they weren't going to get an indictment. Okay. In this in this case. Robert Mueller is working on the federal level, and it's in D.C., and it's also in Virginia. Uh, he's going to get an indictment because he wants an indictment. Oh, that's so I mean, delicious. That kind of makes sense, but I, it, I know it, what it's you're sort saying. Of flipping, I it's have flipping more, the coin. I, yeah, I have a, a more incisive question. Okay. Uh, is a bugaboo the same as a bugbear? Uh, no, no. A bugbear. No, um, a bugaboo is in the Mishigabob family. Yeah, and uh, loosely related, related to hot ganib ganabs. Um, but the bugbear <laughs> is related to uh, the um, the Yeti. Reach. So, reach. <laughs> Just reach. You can try. Bugaboo is an ingredient. Bugaboo is an ingredient in uh, Baba Kanish, though. Hot ganib ganabs. Uh, yeah, I, I 
really do I believe that this grand, jury, this grand jury is getting ready to pull indictments. Yeah. It will be grand. Pull! So, <laughs> or and, pull, push, whatever. We're going to well, get no, them. Well, no, I like it. They pull like shooting a clay pigeon in the air, and they're just going to... Pull! You know. Yeah, so... Uh, all right, here's the next one. For, uh, here's the next one from the Reuters report. It's only 30 seconds long. And then, uh, oh, and then by the way, we're going to hear from Ken Starr, everybody, after this. But uh, but uh, yes, yeah, so gird your loins and whatnot. But yeah, here's a uh, part two of Reuters report on Mueller. I'm sorry, Mueller subpoenas. Russia, if you're listening. The Wall Street Journal also <laughs> citing two sources reporting that the that, grand man. jury began its work weeks ago. But White House Special Counsel Ty Cobb, in a statement, says he was not aware Mueller had started using a grand jury, adding he has no reason to believe President Trump is under investigation. Moscow has denied that it sought to influence the 2016 election, which President Vladimir Putin reinforced to Trump in person when they met at the G20. President Trump also has repeatedly disputed allegations of collusion, often calling the investigation a witch hunt. All right, and we're going to follow up on that about the, you know, the 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 total fake news, make it up. The intelligence community's totally wrong because that's our next big story in, in all of this. Uh, but so, but hold tight for that. But I do have a question for P.S. Mueller from Francie: Was mm. Sean Spicer caddying in a bunny suit? She wants to know. Mm, do they make him uh, wear the UW uh, Badger mascot suit? <laughs> well, oh he's God. he's had he's had uh, uh, yeah. you know time without into, the head. So oh, okay, so but he's acclimated to the the furry costumes, so yeah. he can he can transition yeah, they, they, from one they, to the they, other. They fill it with with warm liver to, to slow him down. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna geez. give you a rim shot ooh, and, and say, "Ooh, yeah, yeah." So, by the way, um, they mentioned Ty Cobb there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, you, you know, his for for sports ball fans out there, Ty Cobb was a famous baseball player in the That's last right. century, early yes. last century, and uh, he he was notorious also a salad person. No, that's yeah, that's a Ty Cobb salad. That was that would be different. Yeah. But, any, anyway, but anyway, fists like a Watergate salad only with cobs. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Joe. <laughs> anyway, cobs. as I was saying, Ty Cobb was a baseball player, and he, he was a dirty, rotten pace, baseball player. Filthy guy. He used He's to slide at the second, yes, with his spikes in the air mm-hmm. to purposely slash the second baseman. He was That's a nasty mean. creature. That's mean. He was a also, mean, mean man. But he's also and, related to this lawyer. Yeah, yes. that's his great grandson or something. So yeah. he's, he, they have the same genetics, is what you're saying. That's uh, what I'm saying. I'm so watch his cleats. Watch his cleats. Watch his cleats. Okay. Watch so, his cleats. So uh, uh, don't uh, eat a cop salad. Yeah. Don't, don't eat. Don't worry a, about yeah. Cletus. Yeah. So uh, now, now uh, uh, the, under a category uh, on the show, I like to file under. Uh, Damn hypocrites! Make me sick. Uh, here's Ken Starr talking to John Berman on CNN. We don't want this whole Mueller thing to become a fishing expedition. Oh fuck you! The financial matters that they're looking into, they say, relate to or arose from this investigation into possible Russia ties. It does seem like a fairly wide berth there, Judge Starr, with that, that statement. Any matters that arose or may arise from the investigation. 
It can be read uh, in two ways, three ways. It can be read in really? different ways. Really? Uh, I think that the gravamen of the original complaint was, the was there collusion. To the extent that you're moving beyond collusion with Russian operatives or Russian interests or the Russian government itself, uh, and into that which doesn't seem to have a direct tie to Russia, then these questions uh, are in fact raised. And it becomes a litigable, as we say, question that people are going to squawk about it and disagree about it. I don't think that it is clear one way or the other, but I do think it is a certainly a serious matter when a special counsel is accused, and I was accused sure. of that, of exceeding uh, his or her authority. That's a serious matter because we do not want uh, investigators and prosecutors out on a fishing expedition. Um, okay, uh, yeah. Uh, this is one okay. I want to say to Ken, Kenneth Starr right now. Shut your fucking talk hole! Seriously? You started with Whitewater, and then mm. you ended up with Blue Dress. In a 24-year-old... Yeah, dollars later. A 24-year-old... Yeah. A 24-year-old yeah. intern that had absolutely yeah. nothing to do with Whitewater. And well, the gravamen of his investigation was from... Whitewater to a blowjob. Yeah. Yes. How did we get there? Oh yeah. Oh, I we'll mean, ask Steve this, Bannon. This guy. Ah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, that was a selfie actually uh, with with Bannon. So oh. uh, let's not forget why Mr. Ken Starr is a he's available to be a pundit on TV. What I want to know because is, he well, got hold on, hold on. Let Rain, let Rain, let Rain finish for not taking sexual assault cases seriously. Right. That's yeah. right. And, he wouldn't uh, have to memory. even be listening to him if he took those cases seriously. He'd still have his job at Baylor. Exactly. Right. So, uh, sorry, uh, I didn't Pete, mean to cut no, you off, Pete. No, that's okay, Pete. Oh, you no. get the last word on this before you're we get to the good, Green News good. report. You're really good. And oh, and real quick, my apologies to everybody. We're going to have to skip uh, reverse call in tonight because we got so much stuff to cover. It's just it's stupid. Uh, but we'll One we'll. Yeah, but yes, Pete, give give your thought, and then before we get to the Green News report, uh, how is it permissible uh, for Steve Bannon to be moonlighting on Mucinex commercials? What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right, because he's like that. Oh uh, my god! Oh, so yeah, yeah he's like a that. Conflict uh, of interest. Yeah, he's like that weird science-looking uh, thing, you know. We have Peter's next top ten list. Oh, Pete, Pete. Ten things you don't know about Pete. Bannon. Yeah. You, you yeah. just thought that was Steve Bannon, but it's not. Oh. Oh. Damn. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so, but anyway, yeah, so here we go. Uh, this is our actual audio from Steve Bannon at the audition for the Mucinex commercial. Hey, hey. Huh? Oh my God! There you go. Uh, <laughs> you know I got to say, you know, rest in peace, I'm Bill Paxton. Uh, 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 real quick, Pete, go ahead. Oh, I, I'm I'm pretty easy to get along out in the real world and all of that, but there's one thing I cannot abide, and that's public hawking. Oh, no, 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 it's disgusting. Think it should be outlawed. It's Put disgusting. Put them away. 
I agree. Yeah. So, uh, all right. All, all right. On that note, we're going to go ahead and uh, hit the break. When we come back, we'll do uh, birthdays and name calling. Of course, President Obama's birthday was today, so uh, he'll be our birthday boner of uh, uh, of distinction tonight. And if any other birthdays are out there, Pete, we we doubled down on you last Tuesday, and because uh, Tuesday was your actual birthday. And uh, we could we could uh, you know lump you and Joe back in just because it's worth it, you know what it, when you're on turn out the night you have a birthday month you know you just take the whole month for it not a birthday that's birthday true month so uh, all right we're gonna go ahead and uh, hit the break when we come back birthdays name calling and uh, again sorry don't have time for a reverse calling tonight but uh, we'll we'll get somebody on next Tuesday. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. It's Thursday, August 3rd, 2017. 2,000 acres home to more than 400 bird and plant species could soon see a border wall cut through the northern side of the refuge. DHS waives environmental laws, prepares to bulldoze wildlife refuge for Trump's border wall. Court of Appeals orders EPA to enforce methane regulations. Now, Great Britain to phase out all diesel and gasoline cars. Plus... Uh, Well, the next buy I do is my next car, which will be an electric vehicle. Shell Oil CEO says his next car will be electric. Really? Yes. Cool. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Looking at you... Two things are clear. Heaven is missing an angel. Well, thank you, Al Gore. And the U.S. is missing any kind of viable, responsible climate policy. Oh. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I know uh, you and I are becoming a bit of a broken record here this summer, but more record heat waves across the U.S. and now up in the Northwest. Yes, Oregon is going to hit a record 103 degrees or so in the next couple of days. This is dangerous heat levels. Up in Oregon. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And that's very dangerous because not that many people have air conditioning up there. Yeesh. Every part of the country this summer. What else you got for us today to cheer us up? (laughs) Well, some good news. A federal court has ordered Trump's Environmental Protection Agency to enforce new methane regulations. That is good news. I know. Ruling that a temporary delay imposed by EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt was illegal. That means drillers must now fix and repair leaks of methane, a potent greenhouse gas, while Administrator Pruitt works to roll back the regulations for a full two years in the meantime. That's even though the EPA admits itself that doing so will damage nearby residents' health. 16 state attorneys general sued the EPA this week after Administrator Pruitt blocked the implementation of an EPA rule reducing ground-level ozone pollution, a main ingredient in toxic smog, which is also a significant danger to public health. At this rate, Pruitt's EPA itself is a danger to public health. Yeah, no kidding. The Trump administration Department of Homeland Security announced on Tuesday that it will waive numerous major environmental laws in order to expedite construction of a section of 
Trump's controversial border wall near San Diego, California. DHS will use existing authority under a 2005 immigration law that exempts the agency from 37 major laws like the National Environmental Policy Act, the Endangered Species Act, and the Clean Water Act. Mm. In Texas, the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol confirms that it is preparing to construct a segment of the border wall through the heart of the crucial Santa Ana Bird and Wildlife Refuge. That's in part because it's already federal land and therefore is the easiest place to jumpstart construction. Refuge officials say the wall will destroy the refuge. Well, the good thing about walls is that even if they go up, they can and they will eventually come down. Good point. The Trump administration's decision to strip grizzly bears in and around Yellowstone National Park of their endangered species protections has already gone into effect on Monday. But now nine Native American tribes, including the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe, are suing in court to restore those protections under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Mm, something the Trump administration used to pretend to care about. Exactly. Good news, though, for endangered American wolves. The D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals has now overturned a U.S. Fish and Wildlife decision to delist the gray wolf under the Endangered Species Act back in 2011. That removed endangered species protections for the gray wolf in nine states from Minnesota to Ohio. So gray wolves are protected again. Yes. For now. For now. Some more good news. Britain will phase out gas and diesel cars by 2040 to reduce toxic air pollution and cut emissions. This occurs just two weeks after France announced a similar phase out. The British government will also devote more than three billion dollars to clean air initiatives and a national electric vehicle charging network. The government of Queensland, Australia this week announced that it will build the world's longest electric vehicle highway to date, more than 2,000 miles long, and said that it should be complete within a year. And here in the U.S., the Los Angeles Public Transit Authority, the L.A. Metro, has announced it will replace its entire bus fleet with all electric buses by 2030 to cut air pollution and fuel costs. That's more than 2,000 all-electric buses in 12 years, which prompted electric bus manufacturer Proterra to open a new manufacturing plant in the L.A. area. All of these big moves away from fossil fuels have prompted the CEO of Shell Oil, Ben Van Buren, to tell Bloomberg News this week his next car will be electric. The next buy I do is my next car, which will be an electric vehicle. I think the whole move to, uh, to electrify the economy, electrify mobility in places like uh, Northwest Europe, in the U.S., even in China, is a good thing. I mean, we need to be uh, at, a, at a much higher degree of electric vehicle penetration. Good for the CEO of Shell Oil. I know. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Beep, 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 yeah! Beep, 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 beep yeah! Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky!
Oh my god. How dare you, sir? You're gross. All right, there we go. Steve Bannon tribute uh, honky drop there. Uh, everybody, welcome back to the program. Of course, P.S. Mueller from Madison, Wisconsin, joining us as always on the Friday program. Welcome back, sir. Well, thank you very much. It's you a bit chilly here in Madison it, today. It, uh, it's the same here. It, it, you know, it, it never fail. We always have the same weather between Madison and Cleveland because it's chilly here. We do have all the windows open and some fans going because it was kind of hot because mm-hmm. we closed up the house today because there were thunderstorms and whatnot. And uh-huh. uh, and uh, we got home, opened the, oh, you know, like I said, opened the windows, got the air going in there. Cold and wind it, blew, and it feels like a fall. It feels like a fall night. Yeah, right now, it's it's yeah, lovely. It I love it. It's kind of damp, kind of crisp. Mm-hmm. I like it, but yeah. all the leaves are still right. green, and the bugs are cursing, yeah. cursing the gods, and uh, yeah, the cats are all tribbled up. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they they are here too. So, uh, and of course, uh, welcome back, uh, 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 Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. Hi. Our coal mines are open for business. All right. <laughs> yes, they're they'll they'll swallow. They buy houses cheap. So. <laughs> yeah. They do. They right. do. They're swallowing up house. The housing market is sinking here. Oh yeah, so uh, it's a it's a swallower's market. Uh, so. It is. <laughs> That's what Steve Bannon said. Oh, you want a house here? You can get the shaft. <laughs> oh, oh, what what are you guys doing to me? You're killing me. I I I, I I'm I'm far away from my drops, and I need to. Yeah, it's terrible, but it's also it's that, and it's uh, and it might be too much at this point too. So, all right, uh, well, and that's la- what Steve Bannon's penis said. Oh, oh. So. don't say penis, 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 penis in this house. Sorry, it it skipped. Uh, the, 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 don't blame a- me. That's Scaramucci's fault. True, true. You know, it's a natural thing. The genital organ, which is the penis. Yes. Uh, thank you. Uh, but well, I uh, didn't know the Bannon was that am. I didn't think he was that flexible. <laughs> I don't think he is. I think it's detachable or something. It mm-hmm. goes on with a little, yeah. little metal which, snap. Which one? You know, like those cowboy. <laughs> you know those cowboy shirts you had when you were a kid, and they had the little metal snaps. He just mm-hmm. got a little. He's got a oh, snap. Yeah. He's got a snap down there. Just. Uh, <laughs> we know, we all, oh my god! Oh we know Made out of pipe cleaners, you know, but uh, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Scaramucci's um, yeah. But, made out of pipe cleaners and Bannon's laying down pipe with himself. Right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think Bannon, I heard Bannon had surgery on oh. his uh, abdominal muscles to make him bend over easier. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> God. God damn it. God damn it. All right. So all right. Like that guy with a kiss, you know, last, the tongue in. Last but not least, she I'll has her own jingle. For your pleasure, it's Rain from ForFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. 
All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right, Rain. Uh, <laughs> so you, all right. I'm gonna. I'm reading tonight. I'm ready. I'm going. I'm in. Our girl Friday. I am your girl Friday. So tonight we have Barbara DC. We have Psy Guy DC. We have Francie. We have Jay Collie. We have Cat. We have you, Mr. Kenny Pick. We have Ken Senior. Hello, Dad. We have Marnus, Joe. We have Meow Goodness. We have Michelle in South Florida and Miles in South Florida. We have Peter in San Francisco. We have myself. We have Scooter Cans. We have Thea. We have Tim. And we have Trojan Rabbit. And I know earlier we had um, Joey Word. Oh, very and good. Very good. I think I got everybody. That's a glorious chat. I haven't chat. heard from him in a while. That's a glorious chat. Well, yeah, we'll have to get him on the rotator yeah. uh, uh, time, uh, uh, slot sometime yeah. soon. Um, but, uh, yeah, and also, I just want to uh, let everybody know, uh, Miles and Michelle uh, and myself will be running uh, Mike Check Radio tomorrow. So uh, Adam will be on. He has to work. He'll be on later. So, But everybody, come on over. Come on over. Same time as this show, just on Saturday. Uh, show a little little love. Show a lot of love to Miles and Michelle. They're doing a bang-up job as the new co-hosts on uh, Mike Check Radio. And um, it, it's a real treat being on with them every Saturday that I, that I can be there. So, uh, But I'll be there for all three hours and, uh, and, and whatnot. It's going to be fun. It'll be a hoot, all y'all. So, uh, and, uh, all, yeah, so we have, uh, birthdays to get to tonight, right? So, uh, it, now, of course, everybody was saying, oh, uh, tomorrow's my, no, yeah, Meow Goodness says, I'll be 61 and a half Monday. Doesn't count. We don't do half boners here. The boner doesn't well. fly. The boner you know, doesn't. If you dated some of the guys I dated, you do half boners. The boner doesn't fly at half mast on turn up the night. <laughs> so I know somebody has a half boner. Hey, we're getting back into Steve Bannon now. I'll see. Cabbage. <laughs> Did you say cabbage? Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, cabbage. His big round head of cabbage where his dick should be. <laughs> <laughs> We're just not even fucking around anymore. Oh so. no. no innuendo at all. No, Boom. no, oh. just, just a yes. Are, are you sure it's not a Brussels sprout though, Pete? <laughs> Call any vegetable. <laughs> no, I think it's a cabbage. I think it's inflamed. Infected. Yeah, it's, it got all affected and shit. So that uh, uh, could be asparagus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Don't cast aspersions on his asparagus. <laughs> oh my god i haven't played that in, yes i haven't played that in forever but yes just for you right now aspersions on my asparagus there you go uh, well that's what's stuck on the other side <laughs> yes of course yeah you know what i i've i've seen I've seen a few people uh calling trump president front but have you seen that? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> front butt. President oh, front God. butt. No, it's it's so limitless with him, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know it really is. But yeah, so President yeah. front butt is a good, you know, instead, you know, because I'll never call him, you know, title name. I won't do that. But President front butt, I could see myself calling him that. Yeah, I've because been taken to calling him uh, sphinct old sphincter puss. You know, um, <laughs> 
<laughs> I, because I he is. That works. That works. Well, let's talk yeah. about a human president. Let's talk about a human president for a moment, because today is our last human president's birthday. Uh, Barack Hussein oh. Obama, everybody. And uh, yes, a man with a funny name uh, and, and uh, his wife, who was the descendant of slaves, um, she, uh, you know, uh, they, they both served in the White House honorably with dignity and earned respect around the globe and uh, fought and in, in achieved positive change in this country. Whether it comes to healthcare, the economy, of course, the economy now that F- President Frontbutt is trying to take uh, credit for, uh. um, and uh, you know, uh, I, 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 I'm just, I listen to I Obama's, I, I miss him so much, and I listen to any Obama speech, any Obama speech, and I'm like, yes, God, this is you what know, it was. Thing this about, was the good old. Obama. That was the good old days. That was the good old days, right there. You, you could walk into a room and that guy would be sitting there. You wouldn't have to worry about him jumping up and hitting you or yelling at you or anything like that. He'd just sit there, you know, and offer you a chair. I would also, you know, the thing I'd is, to though. I take that one I, step further. Right. Even if yeah. he got up and said something to you, you didn't have to worry that he was going to bullshit you. Yeah, right. Or try to schmooze you. I, you know, I've shared it on the show before. I had the brief opportunity to meet him and Joe Biden. Ignore this that. Is, he is not a guy who would shake your hand. He was the real deal. I'll he tell you, and Joe Biden were the real deal. I'll tell you and, what. I, um, I would be more intimidated by his hands than Donald Trump's hands, though. If anyone was big. to be raised, I want to it, tell you something. Barack Obama's hands were big. You know what that means? It means well, <laughs> I've got big hands too. It means that he could play piano. It means that he was just a normal human It means that he could man. take all of his hands and just do, like, four octaves. That's what it means. Sure. Let's go there. Yes, I know, I know. I'm just being a... We need to get off the dirty train here. I miss well, him Well, you terribly. know, they classed up the joint for eight years, and that's over. Yeah. 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 And now Trump yeah, calls the what, White House a dump. we found out that we have Donald Trump saying that the White House is a dump. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, well, well, you know what? He, you, he's made it one. <laughs> yeah, you know what dump rhymes with, right? Oh, you know, I didn't even think about that. Trump. Yeah. It rhymes with drump. Yeah, it does. So, yeah. all right, all right. So, President Obama, happy birthday. P.S. Mueller and Joe, it's your birthday month. And what a great month to share your birthday with. Uh, my birthday's a day after fucking President Front Bud. Oh. That sucks. Ooh. Yeah, but so, see, you, you know, if it's a day after, it lightens things up. Well, that's true. That's true. It's, it's like true. he's my opening act. Oh, that's right. He's my opening act. And everybody booed right. him off stage. Right. So there you go. You know, I mean, you should hold a rally. I should. And break all records, all known records known to man. That's right. Yep. Largest sandwich. And declare... And declare that you had the biggest political win ever in the history of America. Mankind. No, of, of America? Come on, Rain. More like mankind. Man, all more right, like, I'm sorry. More like in the multiverse. Um, so anyway, so, <laughs> so President Obama, P.S. Mueller, Joe Santoris, a happy birthday once again. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. 
Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! What's been going on while I've been gone? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, indeed. So, uh, <laughs> I really, really miss him. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I miss I, him, but I also miss his administration. I miss Just, having a state department. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So in love. <laughs> Gives me chills every time. He loved America. He loved all of us. I think that's a really good point. He loved America. Yeah. Donald Trump has not shown love for this country. Not at all. He has shown you know, love for his gonna supporters. You know, huh? it's going to happen, and it's going to happen probably on Don's watch, uh, provided he's not out of office by Christmas, that there will be a terrible mass shooting, and Trump will be called upon to give a condolence speech, and he will politicize it, and it will be a fucking mess. He already yeah. did. He already did with the 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 shooting um, in D.C. Or the, at the ball game. Oh, that's right. He didn't yeah. do that bad. He did not do that bad when he gave the medals of honor. What he no. did that was disgusting with that, and and I'll find the video. What he, he can't did, control himself. He, he was he was fine with that. What he said, but then he went into to the one woman police officer mm. who is black and lesbian, by the way. This is important. He went in and he tried to kiss her on the lips. Ew. The fuck is wrong with him? He is socially awkward. Let's Uh, go with that. I I will take it a step further and say he's socially retarded. And I don't don't use that, the R word, that much. I, I I think that there are times when it's fair to use that word. And and that's that. Well, I think he's, he's socially he's a special president. He's he's socially retarded and sexually retarded, and um and just at just, and that's why his supporters love him because they're all the same. So, uh, but anyway, he's just hey, let me he's ask you guys something crazy. quick. He's crazy. sure sure. Uh, you know, I, he's going on vacation for seventeen days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there's because this is me, I'm asking this from my optimist place. But do you think that there are going to be some Trump supporters who feel like, wait a minute, how come he can go on vacation for 17 days, and I only get a couple of I, a couple of weeks a year? I think no. there will be six Trump supporters that say that. No. Okay. Did you I'll see that, that crowd at, in West Virginia last night? Every one of them is hanging in a post office somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, really. I now, know people it, in West Virginia. I'm glad there you brought, are a lot yeah. of nice. I have friends that live in. West I have Virginia. friends, and I have none of them tons of friends. Them. I have tons of friends in West Virginia, but none of them were at that Trump rally. Thank no. you. No. Just want to put that out there. No. But there's and, a part of me that but, really kind of. I'm. I'm kind of hoping that they're going to be like, wait a minute. Mm-mm. How come he gets to go on vacation for three weeks? Well, this no, is this is a good. This is a great segue. Joe, I want to let you finish up, but I'm glad you brought up the West Virginia rally because I don't I don't have audio for it, but I have some interesting audio relating to it. But please uh, finish your thought, Joe, and then I'll uh, uh, continue. I, I was just going to say that, that uh, in the next 17 days, 
they'll never leave him because in 17 days, one thing I know for sure won't happen, he will never be black, and he will never get a vagina. Well, that's true. That is true. That's it. it. Well, if he wears like Chris Christie's pants that he wore at that ball game, he might look like he has one. Now, that was governor front butt there. Ooh. Yeah, that was. Yeah. So Yeah, you could put a place setting on his his front butt. Yeah, you could. You know, uh, yes. and, you and, know a, and a candelabra. I got to you know? tell you, man, most men don't have camel toe. No, no, they don't. And you know what? You know what, Christy? You know what Christy said after after that because he went and he ate the entire concession stand before he threw out that pitch. And his wife has a nickname for him, and this is what happened. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. You ate it, Ralph. There you go. Um, all right, so shifting gears a little bit, not much, but yes. Uh, so Jim Justice was the Democratic governor of West Virginia. Just so you know, everybody, Jim Justice uh, has been an elected official and a Democrat for approximately eight months. All right? Yes. Uh, And he switched parties. He was a Republican. He was a coal guy with dealings in Russia. And he was a Republican. What? He was a Republican wow. all the way up until 2015, and then all of a sudden he switched party affiliation, and then he ran uh, for governor in West Virginia in 2016, and he got elected. And at that rally in West Virginia last night, he said, "Well, the Democratic Party they left me, so that's what you were never a Democrat, you asshole." You fucking glommed on, and you know, oh, and it's a beautiful thing that the, the uh, Democratic Governors Association uh, totally just threw him under the fucking bus like you wouldn't believe today. But this is the great thing. Um, now that he's a Republican, uh, mm. and Pete, this one goes out to you because your governor Scott Walker told us all the problems about Jim Justice back in uh, October twenty eighth of twenty sixteen. I don't remember that. Well, he, uh, as the head of the Governor's Association or whatever, you know, I don't know what it, whatever it is. He, this is him he was speaking. the head of the Republican Governor's Association, Yeah, the Republican. Exactly, yes, yeah. yes. So this is him endorsing the guy who was, uh, he, he was running against Jim Justice. Jim Justice obviously got elected. But Jim Justice was slammed so hard by Scott Walker. This is an embarrassment. I had no idea. I never would have supported this guy as a Democrat if I would have known this about him. But now that he's a Republican, hey, repukes, you own this shit now. So listen to what Scott yeah. Walker said. Listen to what Scott Walker said about Jim Justice last October. Hypocrisy is unbelievable. And and I have, you know, I've helped other candidates across the country, so I've seen a lot of candidates, Republican, Democrat alike, run for statewide office. I've never seen someone uh, as outrageous a position as this. I mean, think about that. $15 million of back taxes. This is a guy who, who throughout the campaign claims he wants better schools and more fire and police protection all those sorts of things and yet he could make that happen 
happen if he just paid his tax bill? Well, and who else can get away with that? That's unf- I mean, and and what's the the, the message going to be when you have the tax collector here? When if he were to be governor, I don't pay my taxes, but you have to pay them. The hypocrisy is unbelievable. And and I saw an ad the other day where he had uh, you know had a bull behind him. And I come from a state with a lot of bulls and a, a lot of cows. I, I know the real deal. The only bull in that ad was what was coming out of his mouth, claiming that that's not right. That he he took on all these businesses. One of them was one I believe his father had, where he sold the Russians and then he bought it back for a fraction of that. That's his deal. He owes those taxes. Nobody would say, well, you know, you bought a, a tough uh, house that was underwater. You don't have to pay property taxes. Or in a coal mine. Somehow he thinks he's above the law and can get away from that. <laughs> well, think about the viewers right now at home watching. They probably have seen some of his ads on TV and shows like this and on, on, on stations like this. He's paid for many of those ads out of his own money. Money that he otherwise, if he hadn't spent on his ads, would be spending on, on paying property taxes and other taxes that he owes that could help those schools. I think people, even Democrats, should be outraged with this. Uh, I would have been if I would have known anything about this asshole. And you know what, Republicans? This asshole's your problem now. He was their problem. He decided to become a Democrat. And even more than the fact that now he's their problem, last night Trump welcomed him back and hugged him into the Democrat into the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. He's not just their he's not just their problem. He was their problem, then he wasn't, but now Trump took him in with open arms. Well, he understands this, what this it's is like to have amazing uh, to me. Yeah. Ninety nine problems in Russia's every one of them. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. isn't and it funny uh, how all notice? the roads lead back to Russia? They always do. It's it's yeah. bonkers. It is amazing, isn't it? It really is yeah. bonkers. And by the way, we have a fair amount of audio to cover in the next segment, but I swear to God we're getting to this story. Clinster has some breaking news about somebody from Fox, and it is, it's good. It's good. Oh, shit. Oh, cool. Yeah. So uh, some of those of you in the chat probably have already clicked on the link. This one is awesome. We could be looking at another ouster at Fox News coming up soon, everybody. We'll see. But uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, Jim Justice, you were never a fucking Democrat. How dare you? I wish I would have known about this guy last year because I would have railed against him every step of the fucking way and told our party to get rid of him. Um, you know, yeah, this is this uh, yeah. is where our party needs to start drawing a line. Yes, over what we're going to accept as a Democrat, and I understand that there are states that that are more conservative than others, like like West Virginia. And Ohio. Where you're lucky if you get Manchin as, as a Democrat. I yeah. get that. But how but fucking this guy? How fucking dare Jim Justice say, oh, the Democratic Party left me. I'm surprised you didn't say the Democrat Party left me. You know? They were never with they him. Were it was never his job to come fuck. on board with the oh, Democrats. He did? he did say that, He did Joe? say, de- play that tape again. It's, oh. He said Democrat. Well, I was going to point I, I don't, that out because I don't that pisses have, me off. I don't have I don't have audio from oh. him. I have audio from uh, that was just you, Scott Walker, but I believe it. Yeah, that always pisses me off when they say him. Democrat party. There's no such party as the Democrat party. Well, that's it's why I like Democratic calling them. That's why party. I like. That's why I like calling them the repukes. So, uh, but anyway. Break time, everybody. We got a lot more stuff to get through. We are going to do. Uh, oh yeah, I'm reading this story. You know, it's juicy, we, and uh, we you yeah. got to lead with that. Yeah, we we're going to lead with that. We might have to skip Mad Libs tonight, everybody. We'll we'll try and squeeze in one. 
Um, uh, but uh, we're not going to be able to do two for sure. So, uh, all right, let's go ahead and hit the break. When we come back, we have some breaking news about Fox, another sleaze bag over there. Uh, <laughs> and I finally get to play this clip that I love in context. Uh, but <laughs> we'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night. Well, one more hour of this stuff uh, right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of metal and monsters of rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss. Heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it. It's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Tell the dumb guy I said hi. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, as always on the program, is Rain from Four Freedoms blog, in Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau. Welcome back. Hello. I just wanted to tell everybody that we have had huge employment growth huge. in the law industry under the Trump administration. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Tons of lawyers getting hired. In fact. And, of course, P.S. Mueller in the wilds of Madison, Wisconsin, where the Satanists romp, according to Bill O'Reilly. Welcome back, sir. Lord, have mercy on my soul. Yes, yes. And uh, last but definitely not least, well, we got to play his jingle because we played everybody else's, ladies and germs. Go up to Scranton with me. They place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top-secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and joke your lives. 
matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? All right, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Welcome back, sir. I love clowns. Yeah, uh, well, uh, I don't like the kind of clowns we're dealing with right now. I'd rather deal with murderous, murderous ones that have machete in the uh, machete in the woods. <laughs> right? Yeah, I like those too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all right. So here we go, everybody. We we need to uh, first of all, uh, we need to thank God for Fox News. Uh, oh, did I move that drop? I think I did. Um, yeah. I, I, again, I rebuilt my cart with the new computer. Uh, and yeah, here we go. Thank God for Fox News. Yeah, this is it. I believe here. Uh, no. Thank God for Fox News. No, that's not the fall one. Anyway, whatever. That'll do for now. Here's the uh, breaking news uh, provided by Clinster from Huffington Post. Updated, well, it says 10 minutes ago, but let me reload the page. Updated 25 minutes ago. Uh, (laughs) Fox News host sent unsolicited lewd text messages to colleagues, sources say. This is by uh, Yashar Ali. Oh, Yashar, uh, Rain, uh, from from Twitter. You're always sharing his tweets. He's, he's I am. amazing. You should definitely follow him on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Shar Ali. He's yeah. awesome. So, uh, and it says, Eric Bowling, a co-host of The Specialists. That's a that's a newish <laughs> show. Uh, said through I, it, know, I thought he was part of The Five. Uh, he was, but The Specialists replaced one of the many shows that has been canceled or moved oh, because of okay. the of the O'Reilly of uh, Megan Kelly, Greta Van Susteren, and Bill O'Reilly. So they had to cancel the five because the three didn't sound so good. No, nah, <laughs> I, I think the number two is pretty much what they should call the whole network. You the know. number two, the two. Yeah, um, but uh, no, the the five is still on, but Bowling just moved on, or he does two shows. I don't know, but it says uh, Eric uh, Eric Bowling, a co-host of the specialist, said through an attorney that he does not believe he sent any such communications. I'm not sure. Oh, uh, maybe I oh. got blackout drunk a few times, oh. or, or 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 oh, maybe yeah, that's the kind of thing that would just slip your mind. Yeah. Or well, you know, there's okay. also there's All also of my dogs disagree. Yeah, Every single one of them. There's also they heard they heard the bowling dog whistle and they're all barking. There is also a, a, a plausible explanation here, uh, and of course, Andy from Parks and Rec will uh, explain. He's probably thinking with the head of his wiener instead of the head of his brain. That's right. So. <laughs> So here, here we go. This is the uh, from the article. Eric Bowling, a longtime Fox News host, sent an unsolicited photo of male genitalia, also known. Oh, wait, we have a. I think don't we have that? Uh, um, uh, the, the, the genital organ, which is the penis. Yes, that's right. Uh, <laughs> he sent a photo of male genitalia via text message to at least two colleagues at Fox Business and one colleague at Fox News. A dozen. A dozen sources told Huffington yes. Post. Yes. Recipients of the photo confirmed its contents to HuffPo, uh, which is not revealing their ide- uh, which is not revealing their identities. The women who are Bowling's current and former Fox colleagues concluded the message was from him because they recognized his number from previous work-related info in, in, I'm sorry, and informal reactions. Oh my god. Uh, oh I my thought, god. I was hoping they, they, they didn't recognize a birthmark. I th- yeah, I thought they were going to recognize a birthmark on there, you know. So the genital organ, which is the penis. Yes. Um, 
The messages were sent several years ago on separate occasions. The women did not solicit the messages, which they told colleagues were deeply upsetting and offensive. One of the recipients said that when she replied to Bowling via text, telling him never to send her such photos again, he did not respond. Four people outside of the recipients confirmed to HuffPo they'd seen the photo, and eight others said the recipients had spoken out or spoken to them about it. For this story, Huffington Post spoke to 14 sources and in and uh, in and out of Fox News and Fox Business, all of don't whom say spoke. In and out. Huh? No. Yeah, don't no. Don't say in and say... out when we talk about this. That's okay. disgusting. Yes. yes. And, and don't say self-erasing pencil either. Okay. And and don't say penis. Don't say penis. Yeah. Um, anyway, I don't know. I ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. Um, uh, and uh, but yeah. So so for the story, Huffington Post spoke to fourteen sources in and adjacent of Fox News <laughs> and Fox Business, all of whom spoke on the condition of anonymity, either because they're current, uh, they currently work at the networks and aren't allowed to speak to members. You said members. I know. Of the press <laughs> without prior authorization or because they have confident, uh, confidentiality agreements with Fox News and its parent company, 21st Century Fox. Over the past year, the network has been rocked by multiple accusations of sexual harassment and assault by Fox News and Fox business executives and on-air talent. Last year, former Fox News chairman Roger Ailes, after former Fox News host Gretchen Carlson, filed a lawsuit uh, accusing him of sexual harassment. Oh, he resigned. I'm sorry. I missed that. Re- the word resigned. Uh, since Ailes was forced out, uh, multiple former and current Fox hosts uh, have accused him of harassment, including CNN anchor Allison Camerata. Last April, after a bombshell New York Times report revealed that Bill O'Reilly had quietly settled multiple sexual harassment suits, the network forced him out. And it says, reached Friday by Huffington Post about the accusations against bowling, a Fox spokesperson said, we were just informed of this and plan to investigate the matter. That's what they always say. Oh, we just found out about this. Call the hotline, ladies. Call the hotline. What the hell? Can I just jump in here? Yeah. Look, Ken, Joe, and Pete, yeah, you I'm, are my friends. Yeah, you I'm probably friends. I'm probably not going to okay? read anymore, so we'll... we'll... I, I do not understand... What? I said I'm probably not going to read anymore, so yeah, go run with it. I just need to understand how somebody got to the point where he got to on that network because these were not these were not the first dirty pictures he texted oh no unless he got the job and he's like well i'm such a big man now i guess i'm just gonna you know send pictures of my junk my bowling junk the horrible things that he has said on air um and uh, what is wrong with either fox news network or what what is wrong with it they're just i know i know that could be a whole show right Oh. What is what is wrong? He he's got a job. He's got a secure job, at a network that reflects his his philosophies yeah. politically and and I guess you know socially and morally. What is wrong with him? Well, what is this wrong is, with somebody this who goes, does this? I don't understand. He, he should have been fired when he said on the five. He referred to uh, I forget who, who I, I forget what country they were from. Maybe they were Syrian 
pilots, female pilots that were um, uh, uh, that helped take out uh, some ISIS installments, and he he said he referred to them as boobs on the ground. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, well, he should have been. You know, that would have been enough. He should have been fired for that. What he said about Maxine Waters, get off the crack pipe, don't end up like Whitney Houston. I mean, this man yeah, is he such said a... that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot that that was him. I, for- I, I thought that was Bill O'Reilly. But Bill O'Reilly made the Maxine Waters James Brown wig joke, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, it, it comes down to this. I mean, when, when, when Megan Kelly left, when... Um, the the other the other woman who filed the lawsuit who left and wrote the make Ma- Ma- uh, Carlson Gretchen Carlson, she left and then th- there was a whole bunch of women who left. Yeah. At a certain point, when when, um, not yeah, Rupert Murdoch's son took over. Mm-hmm. Rupert's mm-hmm. sons took over this, and they said we're going to clean this up. They got rid yeah. of Roger Ailes. They got rid of the interim president of Fox. And and to see this happening today, they're not cleaning shit up. The only thing that they're doing is getting rid of stuff that gets found out about. Yeah. Right. But right. May, maybe through that process, it's emboldened other women to be able to, like, you know, step back, formulate a strategy with an attorney and go forward because otherwise, so. you know, maybe, maybe what they did, you know, was that clearinghouse is maybe just taking a little bit longer. Who knows? I don't want to give them any Murdoch, any credit for anything, but, um, I don't either. I just want, I would like to see this cleaned up because you know what, between, between their whole fake news thing and, and they are fake news. Yeah. Um, and if they're, you know, they're also something I, I'll talk to you guys about it either later or during the week. There's something called Qatar insider who's manipulating Fox news. Oh, which is I'm not surprised. News. Yeah, I'm going to talk to you about that later. I didn't mean to. It's, it's <clears throat> no, it's all right. Tease. But well, yeah, no, that's between, good. Between all of their all of their misleading news and and all of the sexual issues that they've had with mm-hmm. with Bill O'Reilly and and they've got to do something. You can't keep going down this well, hole of let me despicable if, if, let, if it let, hurts their bottom line, they will change. If Look, it doesn't, yeah. they won't. Right. Well, here I want to play this for you because this yeah, is a this right. is a this is a montage from uh, Media Matters for America from a couple of years ago. Um, with Eric Bowling, uh, they basically put together his greatest racist hits, or I should say, hatest racist hits. Uh, but uh, yeah, listen to this. This is a uh, you know. So this is good because, you know, this this case against him is good. Well, I mean, it's horrible because he sent pictures of his dick around to people. But, um, you know, he should have been fired a long time ago. Could have been the, job at the hut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, he should have been <laughs> fired a long time ago. But listen, listen to this. Where's the leadership? On the golf course or entertaining rappers in the East Room of our White House? And now, tornadoes devastating the heartland, killing scores and leveling just about every building in Joplin, Missouri. Mr. Obama, you've decided that chugging a few 40s and rediscovering your Irish is more important than a presidential visit to a community trying to figure out what just hit them. Smile for the birdie. 
Our president sitting with one of Africa's most wanted. It's not the first time he's had a hood in the big crib. There are good guys, there are bad guys out there. We got to stay engaged. We don't have to have Smitty. them at home. Thank you. Well, we don't have to have where, them in our White where, House where? in Atlanta. Go ahead, say it. Where? In the hizzy. Do we really have to have them in the White Hizzy? So, what's with all the hoods in the hizzy? A month after the White House hosted the rapper Common, who glorifies violence on cops, the president opened his doors to one of Africa's most evil dictators. Do you think this puts the whole birther controversy to, to, to bed, to rest for good? I certainly don't think it's it, it's been put to rest. Uh, see this fold? This has clearly been photocopied yes. from a book. You see that? It kind of folds back to like almost like the binding of a book. Yes. And then for some reason, there's green dog. There's a green border around it that had to be photoshopped in. I'm trying to figure yeah. out why they. Well, would this do that. whole border is suspect. How does increasing taxes count as spending cuts in your world, Mr. Obama? Maybe in Kenya, but certainly not here. See, that was just about Obama too. That was racist as fuck. Oh, yeah. and But no, yeah. you know, but now... And it a fun- guy like Mr. Bowling should never say the word hizzy. Black people don't even say the word hizzy. Nah. And where is Bowling complaining about the time that Trump spends on the golf course? Well, that, that's... Once again, it goes back to the hypocrisy, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Sure it goes does. Back to the what, about, what about having murderous dictators in the White House? Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, so yeah. So Eric Bowling has, and we're going to follow up on this, but he has everything coming to him. I mean, because he said sexist stuff. He said horrible Mm -hmm. racist stuff uh, for for so long. But now, finally, where, you know, uh, somebody feels emboldened enough, and I'm not going to say they should have come out sooner or whatever. You know, maybe the time was just right now for his colleagues to come out and say, Hey, you know what? Here's another one. Yeah, and get rid of well, that. By the way, you were mentioning. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, no, you're, I'm sorry. You, you were mentioning uh, the executive that got fired from Fox in all that uh, scandal with uh, Roger Ailes. That yeah. was Bill mm. Shine. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know Bill Shine was at that famous dinner with the Mooch the other night? Yes, oh, yeah. he was. Yeah, and, and you oh. know why? You know why he was there. He is being considered for one of the communications jobs in the White House. <laughs> wow! Yeah, I think I think pickle I think pickle should get the communications job. Yeah, I got a big picture thought. You know uh, about uh, Eric Bowling, uh, and that is you know you keep in mind at all times this is a country that got a look uh at uh, uh then president candidate trump uh babbling uh, in the most misogynistic way imaginable mm-hmm. uh on camera mm-hmm. and allowed him to enter the white house yep so yeah yeah the, culture that's yeah. a really good point pete because in the end i've been thinking about this and i you know, he hired Scaramucci. He's got Bannon in there. He's he's got Stephen Miller in there. He's got Kelly and Conway in there. He has got some. To me, the way I look at it, he has the very people who don't have a problem with the fact that he said those things. He's got Robert Mercer and people like that behind him. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you know, decent yeah. people. And if mm-hmm. you know, one of the one of the biggest untold stories 
of the six and a half months that he's been in this administration are the the amount of people who have declined taking a job or oh, yeah. you know have been offered a position and they said no i don't want it i don't want to be a part of this and that's not even like democrat democratic sorry democratic mm-hmm. or republican it, these are people who they're better than this and they don't want to be associated with this no you, you can, read the thing you can about, say uh, you can say yeah. uh, just hold on uh, uh, you can okay. say democrat singular or republican singular. i, I get it's but, in the end it's why yeah. i usually say dems because i just don't want to say it the wrong sure, way <laughs> sure understood understood but pete go ahead i'm sorry did, did i read somewhere and i can't recall where you know the general mattis and uh, the, 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 come on, the new guy, the new chief of staff, General uh, uh, Kelly. 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 Before, uh, you know, after right after the election, they made a pact with each other that both of them should not be out of the country at the same time during the Trump administration. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. I'm not surprised. Uh, no, that, that means- actually smacks of patriotism. It does. Right now, oh, no, no, right yeah. now, all of the Trump bots and all the Russian trolls and all the lunatic MAGA mm-hmm. people out there, Maggots. they're going after McMaster. Mm-hmm. They're trying to, they're, they're literally going after McMaster. And, you know, because he's not towing the Trump line. Yeah. No. So, uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you wow, what. That's interesting, Pete. It, that's really it, interesting. It is. And it does smack of that. It does say, or it's just something I read on the web. So, you know, I'll qualify. Yeah. Lincoln, well, and, Lincoln and didn't, said that, right? And uh, wasn't, didn't McMaster just storm out of a, um, a tantrum that Trump had about firing one of the generals in Afghanistan? No, no, McMaster didn't storm out. It was a meeting with McMaster, Bannon, I'm not sure if Kelly was there. I'm pr- Trump was there, and they were they were discussing the Afghanistan, um, you know, where they were going to go forward with that Afghanistan. And Trump actually suggested that we fire the commander over there. Yeah, right. And then and McMaster lost his cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, McMaster lost his cool. He didn't leave. Okay, I thought, uh, no. or maybe it was that he was ready to to walk out. Is what I saw, or something. So now, there's a lot of things that are out there about that. But the thing is, is it was a Politico story that came out. I believe it was today about how, you know, there was this. It might have been yesterday because, you know, every day's a week. Yeah. Um, but I McMaster forgot it was Friday. Was just cool. Yeah. Right. And he, was he just has cool. managed to bump, uh, uh, you know, uh, Michael Flynn's handpicked uh, Toady. Uh, yeah, that's the other thing. Off that the National the Security thing. Council McMaster as well as Steve, Steve Bannon. Yeah, that's exactly it. So uh, Ray, Ray, Ray Finn, he's yeah. not known to be a cool dude. He's not known to be mm. like Mr. Mello. Yeah. Nor so, he look it. No, 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 Rain. I just wanted you to finish so up because much we, going on. I know, it's I know. So it's much. stupid, and and now we. And I'm sorry. Uh, I apologize to everybody. We're not going to have any Mad Libs tonight because we still have to talk about the Rod Wheeler lawsuit. Against Fox and the Trump administration. Well, uh, against Fox News. Uh, accusing Fox co- uh, of colluding with the Trump administration. Got a lot of audio for that. I'm going to get through as much of it as we can. Um, uh, fortunately, since I have a lot, I got a lot to pick from. But yeah, it's it's good stuff. And it's a good high note to end on. Because, wow. Could you imagine... Seriously, could you imagine 
if just a tenth of this stuff had happened with the tr- uh, w- with the Obama administration or the Clinton administration yeah. oh my or God. even the even Rome, the- Rome is burning and there's no one sitting at the foreign desk <sighs> you know yes yeah yeah so I don't even think Nero we have a Nero playing violin I don't know so um, no. he plays a skin flute. <laughs> okay, now you're talking about banning again. again. Are we? Oh, yeah. How dare you, sir? You are gross. So, <laughs> all right. On that note, we're going to go ahead and uh, hit the break. We're going to listen to uh, "Close to You." That's a song written by Bobber about Steve Bannon and his penis. So, uh, <laughs> oh, give yourself a buzzer. Uh, all right, all right. I'll I'll do this. Don't save penis in this house. <laughs> All right, there we go. Uh, I've been chastised. But, yeah, so Close to You by Bobber coming up. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and uh, I shouldn't say coming up because I was talking about um, Bannon doing his contortionist thing. Oh. say coming down at the bottom of the hour. Well, it depends on if he's on his back or on his front. I don't know. See, you said depends. So, That's even funnier. Depends, yeah. See? All right. Break time. We're going to come back and talk about the uh, Rod Wheeler lawsuit against Fox News and uh, start wrapping things up. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. Oh, Roman! 
things you can't reverse In a parallel universe They'd haul my heart away in a hearse Proclaim it DOA We live in the here and now And I can make this simple vow I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santors, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played the laser swords. That they're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you, Madison. Welcome back to the final segment here of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. And my apologies to everybody who might have been looking forward to Mad Libs tonight. But I'll tell you what, we just have so much good news for us as liberals, progressives, Democrats, whatever you like. Leftists, dirty, filthy leftists, commie scum. Uh, yeah, we, we have great dirty, dirty. fellow travelers. Dirty, dirty, <laughs> dirty. So uh, we talked about this on Tuesday. Uh, Joe, you were not here for this, but th- this is uh, this is a huge lawsuit. Uh, Pete, you were you were also not here uh, for this, but uh, Rain, Cat, mm. and myself, uh, we talked no, about. No, but I this. know about it. You do know about it, 
And uh, I think I'm good because I have a lot of clips based on this. I'm going to start with uh, uh, Randy. Um, Randy K from CNN had uh, it basically is going to lay out what this lawsuit is all about. And uh, many of you know, Seth Rich, of course, was murdered in Washington, D.C. He worked for the DNC. Uh, the D.C. police say that it was a botched robbery. Um, and uh, But the right wing, as you will hear in, in this, uh, it turned it into a conspiracy theory. And uh, there, there's so many layers and levels to this and we're gonna get through as much audio on this as we can i'm sure we're gonna have a few things to say about it as well but here we go clip one cnn's randy k talking about this lawsuit against fox news that rod wheeler uh is uh engaging in right now when democratic national committee staffer seth rich was killed a conspiracy was born caught up in it this man. I do believe I was used as a pawn in this entire thing. His name is Rod Wheeler. He's a former D.C. homicide detective and Fox News contributor. And now he's filed a lawsuit against Fox News. Wheeler claims he was used to help fabricate a story connecting the murder of Seth Rich to the WikiLeaks release of thousands of emails from the Democratic National Committee. The idea being that Rich was murdered by some sort of DNC operative in retaliation for the leaks. All of this despite the fact that police say Rich's murder was the result of a botched burglary and that, this is key, authorities had already determined that Russians hacked the DNC emails and gave them to WikiLeaks. What was the goal? I think their goal, based on the emails and the voicemail messages that I got from Matt Butowski, was to debunk this Russian hacking narrative. It was to debunk the rushing hacking narrative, which isn't a narrative, but actually a fact that the intelligence, uh, the intelligence community all agrees on. Yeah, but only four, only four, only four. <laughs> yes. Uh, but rain, would you like to point out how many intelligence uh, agencies agree on uh, with, uh, with this? All 17 of the United oh. States of America intelligence agencies yes all of them all yeah, but he checked and it was only four it wasn't 17 it was four he checked they looked and, it up and they broke all records they, they looked it up it was on google for he he, he broke 17. all records of looking things up on google you know and i i don't have it in front of me and i could i'll find it for tuesday if we need it but i think there was only one agency that was like yeah, but we're not completely convinced. But in the end, they were like, yeah, it happened. Yeah, just, so, They just didn't have yeah. complete. But all of them. In the immortal yeah, well, words. I've seen intelligence agencies and every single one of them like, yeah, Russia did it. In the immortal words of Brianna Keeler. All of them. Yes, all of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, so, they're trying to parse, parse words by saying that all 17 didn't say that it was the Russians. Well, all 17 aren't aren't involved in, in intelligence uh, gathering. Well, in, like, in all like seven... Like Coast Guard intelligence doesn't yeah. have anything to do with the Russian hack. Exactly, but they fall under the umbrella of a larger exactly. organization that they, they report right. to that then right. informs them of other goings-on. So and they were remembering fondly the mileage they got out of Vince Foster. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, bringing Ken Starr back into it. So uh, here, here's part two. This one's a little bit longer, but this is, uh, uh, as you will see, this was all about crafting a narrative to, you know, again, f- that flew in the face of these 17 intelligence, uh, uh, you know, uh, groups, but yeah, listen, listen to this. Ed Batowski is a GOP supporter. Oh yeah, Ed Batowski. We'll hear maybe a little bit from him later. And Fox News financial Trump. commentator. The alleged goal to distract from the Russia investigation was not only pushed by Butowski, but according to the lawsuit, it was done in coordination with the Trump White House, with Butowski even arranging Wheeler to meet with then-Press Secretary Sean Spicer. Sean Spicer. Spicer has acknowledged meeting them, but said he was unaware of any contact involving the president. Still, just two days before the article was published on... I'm going to pause it right there. Sean Spicer is unaware of any contact that the president would have had with the story. That's the every, every Trump press secretary's answer to everything. I'm unaware if the president knows anything about that. I'm unaware. I'm unaware. I'm unaware. And it's total. Sean Spicer came out a couple of days after this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He said he knew what it was about. Oh, he did. He did. He did. Yeah. And we, I've got stuff. After initially saying. He didn't know anything about it. There yeah, were chickens it, in this coop? Yes, exactly, <laughs> said the fox. Uh, all right, uh, but continuing. Fox's website, at the Butowski poop. left... I'm sorry, say it again, Rain. Said the person looking at the chicken poop. The, oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. All right, poop. All right, continuing with, with the clip here. This voicemail for Wheeler. Hey, Rod, it's Ed. So, a couple minutes ago, I got a note that we have the full um, attention of the White House <laughs> and tomorrow let's close this deal hours later this text from Ed Butowski to Wheeler not to add any more pressure but the president just read the article he wants the article out immediately and according to the lawsuit Ed Butowski sent an email to Fox News producers and anchors encouraging them to push the narrative that Russia wasn't behind the hack. It seemed to take hold. This issue is so big now that the entire Russia collusion narrative is hanging by a thread. (laughs) According to the lawsuit, Butowski had also texted Wheeler before the article was published, saying, The narrative in the interviews you might use is that your and Malia's work prove that the Russians didn't hack into the DNC and steal the emails and impact our election. Proof! Total proof from Fox News. <laughs> now, you know, the interesting thing is, is, is this character, Wheeler, mm-hmm. who is uh, a, a man, you know, not necessarily without his own sins. Sure. Smart enough, smart enough to realize his dangerous position in all of this. Oh, yeah. Back away. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I wouldn't say he's no. backing away. I uh, well, he backed away from the position, but he moved ahead with defending his, uh, you know, reputation. Right. This is, this is um, the thing. Can I? Great I, game I of need CYA. To, yeah, rain. I, I need to jump rain. in on this because sure. this particular story started out on. <clears throat> sorry, it started out on local DC. Like you know, we all have our local Fox News. Yeah. 
That's where this story started out. Fox it started 5. started out here in Fox, D.C. Was it a Fox 5 in D.C.? I think it's a Fox 5. I don't remember. But it was our local Fox channel. Yeah. That's where this all started. It did mm-hmm. not start on a national level. And very, very quickly, and I'm pretty sure we're going to get to it, and if we don't, I'll just put it out there. Within a couple of days, the local Fox 5 channel said, yeah, we're, we're pulling the story. We're not mm-hmm. talking about it anymore. No, that actually is not part of that's the audio that I have. But that is that is what happened. That's really and, interesting. You know, they, they, they were like, yeah, we, we're going to retract this. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing is, is you have Fox... Fox News, the national news, and then sure. every every city has their own little Fox station. Yeah, and for the most part, they're pretty have, good. The yeah. local Fox stations are pretty yeah, good. Not, I mean, they're not terrible. I, I actually had a a friend whose husband uh, worked for um, a, a gay friend whose husband worked for Fox Eight in Cleveland for a long yeah. time. Yeah, so. Ours so when they, just, say that, when they say TV that Wheeler state. was a uh, you know worked for Fox News, and this is something I have not looked into in detail, but my understanding is that Wheeler worked for the local Fox News affiliate. So mm-hmm. this might come out in the lawsuit, but Towski got in touch with Wheeler in hopes that it would hit the local market here in DC. Yeah. And, and therefore hoping that it would go national. And, and one important thing that uh, I, we're, we're glossing over a little bit here is that voicemail. In this call, oh, that voicemail is devastating. It, it, uh, I agree, a hundred percent. But I mean, Joe, you know, uh, Batowski calling Wheeler and saying, "This has the full attention of the president. We need to go for it. We need to crush it at this meeting tomorrow with Spicer." Yeah, and then when Chris Cuomo had him on last night, he was cross-examining him. He said it was a joke. Yeah, I have. Oh yeah, I had, Batowski I did. did. Of course, he did. I do have some like of the, a joke. Yeah. yeah, I do have some of that audio. And what's funny about it? What's funny about making a joke about uh, you know a story about a guy who was killed in the street? Yes. You know, there's nothing fucking funny yeah, about I, that. I, and I don't know if you go into it, but if you have the audio, but the real sin here is is that that this Bukowski went out went to the family of the murdered young man. Yeah. That's what started it all. You Thank know, you, and, and 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 offered to pay for us uh, out of the, out of his pocket for a private eye to investigate this this nonsense mm-hmm. and resurrect the death of their son, which you know they just wanted to get away from. Yeah, they still the, do. By the way, to the point where they had to ask him to just stop. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It, you know, in yeah, this really this. Sad. These freaks who were propping this story up, much like the Pizzagate freaks, they were... Hi, Doctor. How are you? Are you good? Did you want to sing the song of your people, buddy? Sorry. I don't know if if anybody heard that, but he was screaming in the other room. Uh, But no, and the thing is, just like the Pizzagate people, is you know once a little bit of information was out there about this, it just became solid, crystalline fact in their mind. You but know. the difference is, in this case, Ken and Joe and Pete, in this case, we have a voicemail message that specifically says the White House has your attention. So much documentation, and, not just a and voicemail. the next step, yeah, the next step is that there was a White House meeting. 
Yes, there was, mm-hmm. and we're, we're going to get to the the White House meeting. That's the that's where I want to end tonight is the White House meeting because I have a fair amount of audio on that, and I do have some Wheeler audio, and I do have some Batowski audio, and we'll see how much we can get to. But yeah, that that's the thing is what what happened with PizzaGate is happening with this, and it doesn't matter because that's the thing, Trump. And his administration and Fox News, they all realize that once it's out there, it doesn't matter how egregious of a lie it is, it is going to get traction with the base. And it's yeah. going to keep I, going. I want to say, can, can I just say one really quick thing? Sure. When this story broke, I don't know, I think it was last year sometime, or it doesn't even matter. When this story broke, my initial thought was, wow, this Wheeler is some kind of asshole. And I'm starting to realize that he probably isn't some kind of asshole. And the reason why I thought he was an asshole was because the White House created fake news. Well, and, and there you go. And actually, Fox News, in conjunction with the White House, created fake news. And this collusion. That's, yeah. that, is, that is the perfect setup for this, Rain. Because Rod Wheeler, his greatest complaint about this is they made up fake quotes, things he never said. And this is where Candy Kay interviews him uh, on CNN, and they discuss the fake quotes. So here we go. Third clip. I thought it was horrible, because what did that have to do with the murder of this guy that I was investigating? Wheeler insists the Fox reporter attributed fake quotes to him, one even suggesting he had information that there had been an email exchange between Seth Rich and WikiLeaks. He called Butowski to find out why. One day, you're going to win an award for having said those things that you didn't say. (laughs) Keep the award. Let's just tell the truth there. You're going to be begging to own those words. In that conversation, was he basically acknowledging to you that, yes, it's true, you didn't say these things, but they sound good and we're going to use them? That's exactly what he was saying. I mean, he knew it, and Ed knew it, and so did Malia Zimmerman. They knew I never said these things, um, and I challenged them immediately. Fox retracted the bogus story a week after it was published. Fox News told CNN in a statement today that the accusations that Fox helped to detract from coverage of Russia collusion is completely erroneous and that it has no evidence that Rod Wheeler was misquoted. Ed Butowski told CNN it was all just a joke. And today, White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders pushed back on allegations the White House played a role in this scheme. The president had no knowledge of the story, and it's completely untrue that he or the White House involvement in the story. Randy Kay, (laughs) CNN, New York. Uh, yeah, of course. Oh, my God. So many lies in such a short period of time. You'll be begging to own this to own those words, you know? Uh, and yeah, you'll yeah. be begging to own these words. You'll get an award. And he says, forget the award. How about we tell the truth? That yep. was yep. that was the part where I realized Wheeler that's, was a decent human being. Yeah, well, it, yeah. That's just, I mean, you know, he was, well, at the very least, he was thinking clearly. Yeah. Yes. At the very he, least. He realized, the, you know, the trap that had been set around him. Mm-hmm. He was suddenly, you know, he said, you know, uh, this would make me the fall guy. Wheeler yeah. got paid by yeah, Bukowski. Well, let's not Am forget I... he was an ex-detective. Yeah. Oh, Wheeler? Yeah. Yeah, he was he, an he ex, knew, ex yeah, police. Yeah, he knows the setup yeah. when he sees it. Ex-police detective. Yeah, so, this uh, guy's smart. 
Yeah, he's, Joe. He's an ex DC police detective. Yeah, uh, Joe. Yeah. Did you uh, want to chime in any more on that before we get to the next stuff? No, no. That's that was it. I, he, yeah, it, but I, I mean, an ex uh, detective is going to know a setup when he sees it coming. Yeah. Definitely. That's why the story got pulled so quickly. Oh, Sharky agrees. Yeah, Sharky agrees. <laughs> Sharky does agree. Sharky! Sharky! So, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, there's a, there's another clip I want to play here, and I need to find it, because there's a, a, um, a Wheeler, uh, Rod Wheeler and his attorney were both on MSNBC. And uh, the, the whole... Spicer meeting was brought up by uh, the the host uh, Stephanie Rule. Stephanie Rule is mm-hmm. pretty great too. I I'm, I'm just beginning yeah, to good. to catch you know get up to speed on her show. Um, but yeah, Stephanie Rule had Rod Wheeler and uh, his attorney Douglas uh, uh, Wigder. I think is his name. I don't know. He's got a weird name. It's like Wigder. Uh, but yeah, so this is a listen to this. This is all about. Isn't it weird how all these meetings seem to happen with Trump officials and they're not aware of what the meeting is all about? And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, okay, you know what I'm talking about. So, uh, but listen, listen to this. Sean Spicer was a very nice guy. He and Ed mainly did the talking. And then I explained to him where I was with my investigation. And I was hoping that maybe the White House or the Justice Department could assist the D.C. Police Department with technical support and things like that, resources. And Sean said, well, Rod, you know, I'm not sure what we can do. He said, but I'll definitely put you in touch with somebody at the Justice Department and maybe you can have them meet with the D.C. police and maybe they can get some support and that's kind of how we left. And the statement that you read from Sean Spicer and what Ed Brutowski is now saying is that they just sort of had this meeting. They had no agenda. So, I mean, it's just so incredible that all of a sudden Ed Brutowski walks into to the White House to meet Sean Spicer with no agenda. And in fact, there are actual messages between Ed Brutowski and Rod about briefing Sean Spicer about this investigation because Sean Spicer wanted to know about it. The last time I heard about a meeting with no agenda, it was between John Jr. and a Russian lawyer. And Seems to be a trend. Seems Ooh. to be a trend. <laughs> <laughs> so it's either a trend or it's a joke or it's a clean slate, right? Well, yeah, I mean, all these all these things, whenever they get caught once, twice, three times in this administration, it's one of those things. It just gets you. And isn't it amazing how many meetings access high level operatives in the Trump administration with absolutely no agenda? Oh, yeah. I I mean, how many times have you guys called Sean Spicer and said, hey, could I come over and chat? Oh, yeah, you know, everybody's yeah. like uh, stumbling around in a state of aphasia. Yeah. I couldn't even. <laughs> yeah. I could. Yeah, I couldn't even remember how many times I've called Spicer just to talk about what kind of shirts he buys because you know that's what uh, uh, Botowski was talking to Spicer about. Just hey, where do you buy your shirts? That's uh, I don't have any agenda with this meeting. Literally, that is what uh, 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 that Botowski idiot said to Chris Cuomo the other night on um, his show. He's like, oh, no, yeah, we just went there. There was no agenda, nothing. We ended up talking about, you know, buying big and tall clothes or whatever. (laughs) You know, it was was nonsense. Yeah. 
It was nonsense. Oh, and by the way, Peter in San Francisco posted a picture of Vivian from the uh, the Young Ones. You're a complete bastard, and we'll hate you. So there's Vivian from the Young Ones. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, so uh, this is the last clip we're going to play. It's it's really long. I'm not going to play the whole thing. It's like three and a half minutes long. I just want to let you guys hear. Okay, after we heard the credibility of Rod Wheeler and then the reporting that went on, I have more stuff, too, from uh, uh, Jeffrey Brown uh, from PBS talking to David Folkenflick, but we don't have enough time to play that. So I'm just going to end on how ridiculous this Butowski idiot is. And by the way, there is a cartoon called the Mighty Butowski. Butowski. Um, <laughs> I, I'll look it up. But just like um, the name of it make me laugh. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, but this is uh, Butowski. Uh, I forget what his name. Tony. We'll say Tony Butowski. I, I'm not sure what it is. But yeah. So Butowski talking to Chris Cuomo. In this, what? Oh, in he didn't say it, it, it. Well, he said it at one point in this interview. It was like half an hour long with Chris Cuomo, and he was pulling the fucking Orly Tates. But let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> uh, throughout the whole thing, and um, at one point he said, "A lot of people have said I'm I'm, I'm a billionaire. I'm a rich guy, and I'm not a rich guy." Oh, He's God, a multi. He he manages billion dollar hedge funds. So I guess he does that for minimum minimum wage. And tips we, and tips yeah, and tips tips sure, yeah. After so. greasing the pole. God Almighty! So yeah, so this is uh, the embarrassing uh, display by Batowski with Chris Cuomo. Um, about this Rod Wheeler. Um, it, oh, and, and by the way, drink every time he says Rod Wheeler. The suggestion that the president was aware of this story, he may have seen it in advance, that he had a profound interest in its advancement. What is your response? Not, not true. You have to understand, Rod Wheeler is dead broke. Rod Wheeler, and I can send these text messages, Chris, and you can send them out to everybody, had been asking me to get him a job or help find a way to get him into the Trump administration, not the administration, but a job there. And I probably have five text messages from Rod saying that, okay? And the part that, uh, that I heard a second ago, I think is really important. The voicemail that I left for mm-hmm. him about the full attention of the White House, that had to do with Joey Della Camera, the DC detective. And the DC detective wanted to come out and talk because he has a lot of information and Rod, why would a DC me, why would a DC detective equal the White House in your voicemail? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm trying to explain to you. But so, oh you saying, help us understand War. that part. How does a DC I'm, detective I, get coded as White House? What does he have to do with the White House? Well, that's what I'm trying to say. So right, let me go ahead. Sentence, okay. <laughs> yeah. He wanted whistleblower status, according to Rod Wheeler, because he had a lot of stuff to explain and expose. And Rod Wheeler had been talking to him. Matter of fact, Rod Wheeler's notes with Joey Della Camera is on a website called debunkingrodwheelersclaims.com. And it's all listed there, Rod Wheeler's notes. So Rod... Okay, we're going (laughs) to... Seriously, if you were drinking every time he said... If you were drinking every time he said Rod Wheeler, uh, stop now because we don't want you to die. 
Um, yeah. Here's the thing. Every time that, that Chris Cuomo's like, well, what about this, this, and this? He was like, well, I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to explain that. And it, all it, I could think was Maxine Waters going, reclaiming my time. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Reclaiming it, my time. Yeah. Every time he says, well, I'm trying to get to that, I mean, he goes like down a little you know shoot of nonsense <laughs> yeah i mean it's like i'm getting to that i'm getting to that but it's gonna take me about 35 hours to get to the answer okay to get to the truth covered in all the lies he's pretty good at at, at cross-examining people but i'll tell you what he didn't do a very good job with this guy cuomo oh. I, you oh. know i watched chris cuomo last night with uh, Kellyanne, with CAC. CAC? Yeah. Yeah. He's mm. not good at night. He's good, and he's he's on his A game in the morning. Yeah. He's oh, yeah, not so good at night. It's like, I, gotta you know tell, what? I, I can see it. I gotta go to sleep, Chris. I got to tell you, um, uh, Ali Vel- Velcher on uh, MSNBC. Oh, he's great. Ali Velcher. Yeah. Yeah, but he, yeah, Velcher, but he didn't, uh, he didn't do too well with them either today. Well, the guy fills up the air with a fog of words. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was yeah. like there's no point in cross-examining him because he, he just, well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, and he never mm-hmm. tells you. Right. Yeah. Well, and it, well, let's continue. Uh, uh, Explaining my time. Yeah. There's two, two, two more minutes of this nonsense. Listen to the. Listen, here, here, we'll go a minute more. Wheeler was trying to help him because he was in a lot of trouble for talking to Rod Wheeler to get whistleblower status. But what does that so, have to do with saying never, that the White House is interested? Why wouldn't you say Della Camera or the D.C. guy? Why did you say White House? Well, what I said was Rod Wheeler had asked me to see what we could do to see if I could help this guy and. I just simply made some calls. I never talked to anybody at the White House. By the way, I've never talked to President Trump in my life. And President Trump, nor the White Um, House, has anything to do with any of this. All right. And (laughs) if you go back and dissect this as you ask me questions, I'm just going to give you the honest answer. But all of this stuff is like little innuendos, and that's why I'm happy to be here to answer these. Well, the problem so is, please, the, go ahead. The problem is they're your words, Ed. I mean, you know, the text message, not to add any more pressure, but the president just read the article. He wants the article out immediately. It's now all up right. to you, but don't... Okay, I'm going to pause it right there because I think Cuomo is actually doing a pretty good job right there. He's like, there you know, because because Bata- Ed Batowski says, no, this is all innuendo. And Cuomo says, no, these are your words. The president has read this. The president has expectations, you know, and, uh, you know, but, but Batowski Buta- hasn't denied that those were his words and that was his message. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He just throws out a Palin-esque word salad. To try and you know throw up a you know a, a vomitous you know plausible deniability is really what it is. But uh, yeah, uh, how, do, how do people learn how to do this? I I I, oh, I it's, 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 don't it's know. It's not a it's not not hard. Well, one of my jobs right. when I first started with the unemployment office was an adjudicator, where you have to adjudicate really difficult cases, uh, discharges, and stuff like that, and people that get quit and one of the one things you'll find about people in general will that they'll say well well what how did why did you get fired well let me tell you about what happened three years ago well no let's not (laughs) you know but they like to go down these rabbit holes and -hmm. distract you from the central theme which is i want to know what happened but he's poking around and poking around well i'm getting to that 
<laughs> yeah, well, you're not getting to it, and and a, and an interviewer at that point is going to say, "No, let's get back to the central theme here. Why did this happen?" Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, well, not three years ago, and I don't want to know what happened, or, or that the guy needed money, so he wanted to get a job. That, that had nothing to do with with what we're talking about here. Well, you went to you went to a, a, a family who was hurting, and made their hurt worse. Why? So we have an administration that doesn't want to get down to what you were just talking about, Joe. Look, I don't want to hear the details. I want to know what yeah. happened. We have an administration who's like, yeah, just keep telling me all your sweet details and all the pretty flirt. They like liars. Right. They're 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 exactly they like, like liars. People who lie. They are liars. It's all smoke. It's all smoke. So yeah. okay. Uh, well, what they were doing was they were living a conspiracy theory in real time, right? And it fell, which, it which fell, looks like smoke. It fell yeah. apart as quickly as the uh, Jade Helm one did, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, right, God, right. I remember that. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Oh, those were the days. Yeah, they were. <laughs> so, but anyway, la- the last the last one minute of Batowski and Cuomo. Um, here you go. Feel the pressure. And you know what? That was Rod. See, you have to understand again. We take things mm-hmm. out of context, and you know how that works sometimes. Rod Wheeler has been Drink. asking me for a long time and said, "Ed, when I get this case settled, the president's going to hire me." And he was always doing this and saying this to me. So this was tongue in cheek talking, just texting. wasn't serious because Rod what? Wheeler was always looking for a job. Rod Wheeler he has no money. And and by the way, this lawsuit is all about Rod Wheeler trying to get money Rod because Wheeler he Drink. messed up. And we'll explain that later. But, Ed, I don't, help me understand this. When you say the White House in the voicemail, you say you meant this D.C. cop. When you say the president just read the article, that was a joke right. that's funny how? Where, where's the punchline in that joke? Well, well, look, Chris, it wasn't a joke that was funny how. Rod Wheeler had Drink. been you know, talking to me all the time about how much he wanted to get a job. He said, get me on the Trump right. team. Please get me with Sessions. You've written text messages. Nowadays, I'm not going to write any text messages. But it was just two guys, me, you know, basically finding a way to just kind of chat with him about stuff he's been talking to me about. Uh, You know, also a way to talk to another human being about things they want to talk about is just to talk about them and not make weird, vague jokes or lies dressed up as fact. I don't know. So it's just a weird way to talk to somebody. Just like, you know, hey, you're human, I'm human. Hi, human. I mean, if, if ever I heard somebody pounding smoke, it's that guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, I mean... It's, it's interesting that one of the ways that he's trying to demean Rod... or Yeah, Rod Wheeler. By saying say Rod Wheeler broke. over and over and over and saying he's broke, oh, he's broke, he's broke, he's broke. Rod Wheeler, he's broke, yeah, he's broke. Rod that. Wheeler, he's broke, he's broke, he's broke. And this is a this is an older white male, and Wheeler is a black man who's saying that Wheeler is begging for a job in the White House. Kind of mm-hmm. sounds. Do you all not hear the dog whistle there? Oh no no yeah. no no! I felt the Willie Horton vibes coming through on that. Yeah, yeah it's disgusting. It really is. Mm-hmm. And he kept t- saying he has a crush on the Fox 5 uh, yes. anchor. Yep. Yep. Yes. He was broke and he had a crush on. And the thing was, the interview was so long. That was three and a half minutes that I played for everybody there. The interview was like 25 minutes with Chris Cuomo. And uh, uh, we just can't do it on this program. 
and honest to god we're eight minutes over right now so we have to start wrapping things up but i'll tell you what rod wheeler is filling in for me on turn up the night with rod wheeler uh this coming tuesday i'm sorry did i say tuesday i meant rod wheeler and of course joining me will be rod wheeler from scranton pennsylvania and rod wheeler from washington dc uh but no uh, but yeah i mean he was you, you're totally right, Rain. He was he was he was going after him, trying to make his name a pejorative almost. Yes. In that whole interview, and yeah. it, it was fucked up and disgusting. Uh, and yeah, you're totally right. It's 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 the it's the and and it was exemplary in terms of how they work when they're talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In yes. terms of the dog whistling and the yes. code talk. Yeah. And I love the fact yeah, that, I mean, you know, yeah. we, we didn't even get to it, but the Ed Batowski said, you know, I'm not a rich guy. He's a billion. He, he handles billion dollar hedge funds. Tell yeah, me you're not rich. He's a multimillionaire. He's, he's rich. Tell Shut me you're not fucking rich. Noted white man. Jesus Christ. He's just so. another one of those one of those dabblers whose uh, big kick in life is getting close to power. Yeah, there's an article about him from like ten years ago where he was about him managing billion dollar hedge hedge funds. Mm. So, I'm going to say something really quick that might be kind of not happy, but this is a very rich. Well, Butowski, well, his name on. is awesome. Oh, Butowski oh, oh, is a j- rich just white one man. one second, Rain. One second, Rain. Can we uh, do this as your parting shot right now? Can we? Yes. Yeah. All right. So your parting shot, Rain. Continue. My parting shot is that Mr. Batowski, and I love the name, is a very rich white man who tried to manipulate a middle-class black man to push further his Trump agenda. And when it didn't work out, now he's trying to blame the black man. Bingo. Sounds familiar. Mm -hmm. This is why Trump and his sycophants and his administration are racist as fuck. I'll give you an That's amen for that, Ryan. Amen. Amen. All right, Joe, what's your parting shot tonight, sir? Well, if you all remember that there was a murder in Baghdad by the Blackwater Boys, uh, run by Eric Prince, who is the brother of Betsy DeVos. Remember that? I oh, do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, today a federal appeal court in the United States has overturned the murder conviction of the ringleader. Yeah. Uh. And has ordered the resentencing of his three accomplices, saying that their punishment was uh, was uh, was was not uh, not fair, and that they uh, should be resentenced, and the uh, ringleader should have a new trial. Really? Wow. Yeah. So let, put mm. that in your pipe and smoke it. I don't think it's going to get you high, but uh, it's going to get you mad. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The murder fists at the end of the show. <laughs> women, yeah, women and children were murdered on the streets of Baghdad by these people when they opened fired and then claimed that they were Al Qaeda. Panicked. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Insane. And they had, Insane. they had, they had military. They had United States military weapons that were provided mm-hmm. by the United States military. Just yeah. saying. Eric Prince All is right. still Betsy DeVos's brother, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Advising, Absolutely. Uh, Trump uh, during the campaign, and a major contributor to Congressman Michael Pence's election. Shocker yeah, there. 
so uh, Prince is a mercenary, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right. Last but not least, uh, P.S. Mueller, what's your parting shot, sir? I can't think of a thing to add uh, that Rain hasn't covered a few minutes ago. So I'm just going to say good night, everybody. I love you. I'll see you next Friday. All right. Indeed, very I love good. You too. And uh, yes, I love everybody as well, but uh, I, uh, I want to say everybody, uh, please check out all the other fine programs on Indie Media Weekly. Um, and, uh, and don't worry, we're going to sort out the whole uh, stream licensing ASCAP uh, nonsense that we have going on. It'll happen. I have indemnity. Indemnity. So <laughs> I don't even know what that fucking means. <laughs> so uh, uh, hopefully I won't get sued out of existence. We'll see. Uh, but yes, we'll uh, we'll uh, you know keep forging ahead. And yes, all the music will remain the same on the network until stream licensing and ASCAP get their shit sorted out. And um, you know. Other than that, I got nothing except for, oh, wait, what's this button do? That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) We will never pay for that fucking wall.